Welcome to Off the Edge Podcast. It is 2021, the year of our Lord, your Lord, Dark Lord, whatever Lord, <laughs> Lord, Lord Bathory. I, or, no, that was a madam. Or, what is what is a lady what? Lord? Uh, uh, Countess? What, what yeah, are you talking? Who? What? Elizabeth Bathory? I don't know, man. You got me on this. Oh, no, no. She used to uh, kill like slave girls and bathe in their blood. Oh, oh. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah. yeah oh, wow. <laughs> reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> Am I the only one? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. No, this is the first episode of Off the Edge for 2021. Season two. Season two. We're back. And we have a very special guest with us today. We do. The lovely. The, the talented. The extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep coming up with adjectives. Come on, back, 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 back. Um, um. um. The sultry. (laughs) (laughs) Too much. much. (laughs) Nisa Garcia. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Coming all the way from the Dallas area, right? Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Yeah. In the house. It was, what did you say? 60? Yeah, I was like high high 50s, low 60s. Low 60s today. Yeah. We had a high of what, 48? Something like that today. Yeah, and, that and sounds some, about right. Some and, scattered showers and super strong winds. It, yeah, it really was sucked. very windy. I work yeah. outside all day, so it's not fun. Oh, wow. I have a yeah. flat-sided van, so you can <laughs> yeah. imagine how that goes. <laughs> so, to those who may not know, uh, Nisa is an incredible singer. Very, very talented. We've known each other for going on five years now. Yeah, five years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we met uh, playing uh, the the local uh, festival in Cherryville Life Fest, um, and you know, just kind of bonded there and have been in touch ever since. Yep. She's um, she's she's used me, <laughs> abused. <laughs> no, never. Definitely used, but <laughs> no. Uh, like matt said about five years ago i think it was one of those things we first heard your band awaiting daylight Mm -hmm. and like just right off the bat it was just like man i love these people (laughs) it was like an instant instantaneous uh kind of gut reaction well and and it's it's one of those things too where you're you're at a a local rock festival in a town of 2500 or i think the latest census is probably like 2000 okay and then she steps up to the mic and and just what comes out of this this little girl (laughs) at that time especially Mm -hmm. and you just everybody's jaws just hit the floor it's like wow and so i uh made it a a point to to follow her progress um may have done a few videos and some pictures mm. along the way too mm. but yeah <laughs> some pretty cool videos yeah it was pretty cool yeah. it was fun <laughs> yeah it was definitely fun it's very fun so nisa what are you up to now so uh awaiting daylight unfortunately is no more um my mom will get that that pun uh, one of our songs is called no more so mm. just thought i'd use that um i am actually doing solo stuff now um, I just finished a record with Edgewater Music Groups in Houston, and uh, still waiting on when I'm going to release it. Mm-hmm. So 
that's pretty much what's been going on lately, at least. Awesome. Um, just kind of making steps towards kind of a different direction from Awaiting Daylight. But good, good directions. Yeah, well, I would definitely agree. We yeah. got kind of a sneak peek on, or Matt, Matt shared with me a, a sneak peek on, on a few of the tracks. Yeah. And he, he wanted some homework. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he didn't want to come in here just blind. Yeah, <laughs> well, I wanted to have a, an impression of what the new, new stuff is kind of sounding like. Yeah. And um, I listened to four songs, and they're, they're all pretty, I mean, they're all you, but but they they're not like just uh, the same song over and over. Yeah, they're, they're each very uh, unique in their own right, um, but cohesive. Mm-hmm. And right off the bat, I mean, you have a very characteristic, like your own character to your voice. Mm-hmm. I can't. I was sitting here listening to that, and every time I listen to you sing, I think, you know, I can't. I can't think like. There's a, not a person that you sound like. You just sound genuinely you. Thank you. And uh, I love that. Thank you. Well, if we had her, if we had her list off her influences, mm-hmm. uh, we'll be here till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this it's girl true. has saying everything. It's yeah, I yeah. But I will say, musical theater was like the the one thing that I really started listening to and. I kind of picked up techniques from all of those kinds of singers. And then like, I don't know. I, it, it helped me with going to other genres and saying, Oh, I like that technique. I'm going to, I'm going to use it. Or I like that technique. I'm going to use it and, but use it with this kind of genre or whatever. So I, I don't ever, I just like to listen to everything and use techniques from everybody. Cause I just think it's so cool. And I think that's why it might sound a little not like anyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, I, and the, what's fun? What's fun about her saying that is, you know, I've never really thought about vocals, but she's she's taking vocals the way I would think about guitar. Mm-hmm. You know, throwing in some little chicken picking, you know, country lick in the middle of a of a metal song, or you know, just right, like a, right. a funky riff and and mixing it up. And here she is doing it vocally. Yeah, and and you know, I mean. I, <laughs> I, I'm sitting here trying to describe like my reaction to hearing you hearing your do, do we need, songs. Do we need to start doing reaction videos? Maybe we do. Maybe I need <laughs> to get the thing. I need know? to get better at it though because I feel like I'm just saying generic shit. But it's like I genuinely mean this. It's like uh, one. It's it was, it's really hard to to pin you down. Like I said to say like oh well, she sounds like this person sounds mm-hmm. like that person. You don't. You sound very unique. And I think that's a great thing. And also it's your emotion really does come out out through the songs it's uh, the songs all feel very intimate i really like the mix of the songs because your voice is very out front and it sounds it sounds like you're right there in the room with me like singing in my ear like like right there you know yeah and uh i don't know that i'm i'm at a loss for words kind of it's yeah. but um <laughs> i just feel like it's very unique and in such a great way. So, well, you know, out of those, out of those four songs, um, they're all very, very strong vocally. Um, but then with like two cases, mm-hmm. that song, there's a, there's a real vulnerability. Yeah. Oh, man. In, I mean, and you feel it when yeah. you sing it and it, that's, a, it's a beautiful song. That was, yeah, I, I will say these songs, um, not that awaiting daylight didn't have any like personal attachment whenever I was writing them. Cause what fool, for example, was a very personal song and v- very emotional for me. But these 
last five that I writ like I wrote were just like I knew that they were for something else other than Awaiting Daylight, and not that I was thinking oh solo stuff, but that I just like I set them aside for something else. And all of those songs have like a deeper personal attachment to me, so um, I think that's kind of where the emotion came in so to speak mm, right um i guess i'm 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 trying to say it doesn't feel like it's forced it doesn't right. feel like yeah. um it, it i feel like a lot of mu- new music right now it's just kind of like uh formula it's just following a formula yeah. and it's kind of fake and they're but i don't get yeah. that at all from your music i appreciate, I appreciate that. that so much thank you i appreciate you saying that no really no nice. i love it <laughs> no it feels good well and and w- what i just took out of that was five songs and, and i've only heard four yeah there's five there's five yeah oh what's the mystery song yeah <laughs> i'll have to i have to send it to you oh yeah 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 that one it was kind of weird because like we did one song in late 2019 and then the rest of these we did this year or 2020 um, and I wanted to release the one that we did in 2019 so bad. Well, yeah, in I mean, waiting a whole year. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've just been like sitting on it. Like, okay, I have this really cool song that I've just been wanting to share with everybody and I can't share it. So it's, yeah, that, that's been a little frustrating, but, yeah. um, when all five are together, it just sounds like complete almost. And that's mm. kind of hard to do with an EP. I mean, five songs isn't a lot to some people. You know, you want a full length album. Yeah. Um, I think I think if you're if you're trying to, I don't know. I don't. I don't think you should put uh, a limit. You know, or a maximum. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, especially if you're trying to tell kind of a story. Right. I mean, yeah. the, you know, the songs don't have to be directly connected to 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 kind of carry a theme through mm-hmm. it. And sometimes it, it might be easier to do that with a handful of songs. And then s- instead of trying to do some dumb shit like we are <laughs> and, and, and construct a, you know, an old man's masterpiece, you know, type thing. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think it's one of those things where you uh, have your idea and follow it out until you've reached the natural conclusion. And yeah. if that's right. five songs, then that's yeah. five songs, and those songs yeah. are going to be great. And if you try to stretch it out to eight songs or something, then maybe those other three are just kind of yeah. Yeah. You know, what forced. they need to be. You know, yeah. Yeah. The, the filler. The filler, you know, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of a, a substance. Oh, not yes. necessarily substance over style, but substance over quantity. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. Quality over quantity. Yeah. I'm yeah. a big believer in that, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So then, are you are you working with a with a group to um, kind of coordinate a release or? Um, we're still in the process of it. Um, it just kind of depends on the timing of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, because of COVID, things have just like halted when it came right. to the music industry, and that's across the board. So no shows. Um people aren't even taking on new artists right now because it's just so difficult to push people out that are up and coming. Right. Um, Cause they can't promote themselves at shows and things like that. So hopefully as time goes on, there's a little bit more opportunity, but as of now, 
you know, we're kind of, we're, we are working together a little bit to say like, okay, well maybe ballpark this time. But at the same time, we're like, we're not sure because we mm. don't know what the future is going to look like in right. three, four or five months. So I think, I think in, in, with the state of things the way they are, I think you should approach things as a single by single by single. Right. Yeah. And then end with it in a collection, you yes. know, or you yeah. know, the mm-hmm. album. Yeah. Um I mean, it just that that keeps you relevant. Absolutely. You know, instead yeah. of having a big gap. Um, one of the things that, that we learned um is that, you know, when you release something on Spotify, you have a very narrow window for that to be promoted as something mm-hmm. new. And if you're to, like to to release them all at once, then one of them, whatever is targeted as your single, mm. would end up being the only one that that has that opportunity. So you know, you know, trickle them out, even if it's you know every other week or every two weeks, mm-hmm. a new new yeah. single. Um, but also, you know. Take advantage of of what um, what modern technology has to offer, and it's not just releasing a single. You're releasing a single, and you're releasing a video with it, and you're releasing yep. even if it's just a visualizer, yeah. and different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, just so it can um, cross as many platforms as possible. Yeah, but, yeah, we're just living in different times, <laughs> so it's right. kind of like we all have to like figure out. Okay which way do we go? You know, how do we do this? Right. But yeah, that's, yeah. I've seen more artists doing that single by single and, you know, putting videos and visualizers out there yeah. rather than just like, here's a full album in your face. Yeah. And, and, and it's unfortunate because with, with the full album, you're able to tell a story, yeah. you know, probably the worst thing that ever happened was random with the CD player. Mm. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that really was like the first death <laughs> of yeah. of an album as an experience, you know. And I'm totally guilty of it. You know, you listen to the album a couple times, and then it's like, okay, let's mix it up, you know, yeah. <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> and then you know, then it became you know, you got your MP3 player with you know two thousand, four thousand songs on yeah. it, and you hit shuffle, and you know, you may never get two songs from the same artist back to back for absolutely three hours. Right. Absolutely. So it is, it is different and it is unfortunate. Um, there'll always be those purists that like, like, um, to experience, mm-hmm. experience them as a whole. That's, yeah. I'm kinda, that's me. That, I, well, I'm in and that I'm, camp I'm, for I'm sure. Kind of getting back into that with, with buying vinyls and stuff like that. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's one of our big goals. We're going to be on vinyl. By God, heck yeah! <laughs> even if just, even if it's just for us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although it's way more cost effective if we just buy a shit ton of them and then you know try <laughs> and sell them, get them out. Yeah, for, yeah. whatever. But yeah, that's a big oh, goal. Yes. But we uh, we're trying to decide on on all the songs that we're gonna put together, and uh, Quentin is our hype man. <laughs> that, that, that's what he that. does for sure he's, he's, he's the I one that comes in here i want this i want this on the next album i want this and he, i can see that yeah for sure and uh and so um one of one of his uh directives for this album was 13 songs i don't know if it's we're gonna hit 13 or not Ooh. um 
13 is kind of a special number in our family. So, okay. uh, but uh, I uh, found a, an article on on what it takes to to actually make vinyls and hmm. and why some vinyls are longer than others, why some vinyls are quieter than others, different stuff like that. So the longer it is, generally the quieter quieter it is, um, because the louder it is, the deeper the grooves are cut, deeper oh. and wider the grooves are cut. So, so in order, wow, that's in order, cool. yeah, there's some trade offs in order to yeah. fit. In order All to the get songs more time, there. yeah. In order to get more time, so I didn't realize the physical limitations before yeah. reading that. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, wow. yeah. And so you know, you think, well, you know, I can just turn up the record player. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. The thing is, is the the dust and the stuff on the scratch. The yep. Because you're raising the volume, your noise floor is higher. Right. And uh, wow. So That's, it's just little things yeah. like, and so it's like. I, you know, we've got a couple of songs that are hitting around eight minutes. I'm not sure. Thir- we're going to have to do a double album. Yeah. Double. They don't do double sided, but they do the. Well, they are two sided. Well, wait, <laughs> wait, they have vinyls that are side A and side B. Yeah. Like cassette oh, yeah. tapes. Yeah. They've always yeah. been that way. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. All the ones that I get are like, there's two separate ones. But I don't have very many vinyls, so well, that, that's then, just I, I think problem. I, th- I think you need to go home and flip it over, and <laughs> oh my gosh. it'll be like, wow. I have like a whole other side to like, oh, this music. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have twice as much as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm dumb sometimes. I'll give you a tutorial. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we all grew up in the, the digital age, man. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, I've been trying to get back into, like, I remember listening to cassette tapes, like, like my mom giving me a Bon Jovi cassette tape yeah. and I would have to yeah. get out my little tape player or whatever and listen little to Walkman. it. Little Walkman. Man. The best thing was, was best having thing. that sound design boom box in your bedroom and you had the, the pink and yellow and blue Memorex blank tapes and you'd throw them in there and you'd tune into your favorite radio station and you'd wait for your song and hit record. See, I've only heard of that happening. Get. I've never done that. Oh, I, I was all about that. <laughs> and then you would... You would Cuss and cuss and cuss when the DJ talked over your song, you know, because they take those instrumental yes. breaks at the beginning and the end. They start talking over the song. He's like, oh, shut up. <laughs> I hate it when they do that. The struggle was real. I'm sure. That sounds like a struggle. <laughs> especially in this area, because oh. getting rock music, especially heavier rock, yeah. was, was damn near impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Well, um, what uh, musicians were you working with on on these new songs? Um, there were a couple studio musicians. Um, one of them, his name is John. He is actually um, the, one of the partners in Edgewater Music Group. So he like he and he's a like he's crazy at guitar. He's amazing. Um, did a lot of really cool weird things with the guitar, which I'm like especially uh, too late for sorry. All of that like chaotic stuff at the end. That was right. That was his idea. And kind of like was like, are you okay with this? And I was like, yeah, the weird stuff is cool, dude. Just go for it, you know? (laughs) Um, But I don't want it to be so weird where it won't be played on the radio. So that's like, that's kind of the, there's a very, very fine line between those two. Um, Well, that's where they talk over it. Yes. Unfortunately. Yeah. Jerks. Um, And then other couple studio musicians. um, I've worked with them on the um, other song and they're really nice. They're really sweet guys. Um, they have a lot of experience um, 
in their instruments. So uh, it's it's cool to like meet other musicians um, that are not from your area because I know, I mean, not that I know, but I have met a lot of musicians in my area and you can kind of tell um, what kind of personality they have as soon as you meet them. Um, whereas mm-hmm. going to a different city, it's different. It's like, oh, this is nice. This is a breath of fresh air. Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, very sweet guys. I, I mean, I just, I trusted them with all these songs. I, I don't think people realize um how i write music is like melody first lyrics first and then instruments come afterwards so i write music acapella and then i will fit instrumentals that's amazing that's awesome um, i didn't know that you, yeah you so that way at all yeah to like and i had a vision of what i wanted for each song and so like going to these guys and being like okay listen so all of it's acapella but this is what i want i want this right here and this right here and da, da, da. and they were just so nice and they like they understood and they were like okay we got it did now? Yeah. Did you get to the, now? I want a guitar solo here, and I want it to be like. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not. I didn't. I wasn't like. No, I wasn't doing any of that. But um, I. I mean, I did have a, a bit of a say in like you know I I want it to be a little like this um in a guitar solo or I want the guitar solo here because there's really nothing there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I'm not going to take full credit for the thing because I wasn't the one playing those instruments, mm-hmm. but, and they had a lot of creative, um, they were able to be creative with it, mm-hmm. um, as well. But I just had like a clear path of like, okay, so this is what the song's about. This is where I want it to go. Mm-hmm. Do what you will. Just make sure it ends here. Right. And then they so were you able did, to do it. You didn't crack the whip too hard. No, 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 yeah. no. I'm a huge, okay. When I was... <laughs> so you, you didn't go all matte on them no <laughs> oh yeah 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 i'm a whip cracker no 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 no, not at all i i am a huge believer in musicians having their own creative minds their own creative ability especially even studio musicians because i know that studio musicians especially they do i mean get whipped well <laughs> but the thing is, the is they're also probably the most disciplined musicians that yes. you're going to deal with Yes. Ever. Right. So that's why I have a lot of yeah. trust in them. Absolutely. Um, it, you know, it's not, you know, a 16 or 17 year old that's playing guitar. This is a man who's played guitar for 30 plus years and right. knows exactly what he's doing. So I'm kind of like, all right, go for it. Um, I just know what it's like to have, you know, no creative outlet at all whatsoever, but still play an instrument or sing or whatever. And it's not fun. It takes away the passion um, in what you do. So that's kind of why I was like, as long as they get the path right, mm-hmm. where I want the song to end, then we're good. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah they were they were really good guys, cool guys. I I agree. They did a really good job just listening to the finished product. I mean, yeah. and I I don't I think what uh, I think what sent you was not mastered yet, right? No, it was not mastered. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So yeah. there's a still a little spit and polish to go on them. Oh, but right. They on. sound good. They sound really yeah, good. Sound really I good. just got the masters yeah. like this week. So I've, Ooh. I don't like listening to myself or my songs. This is weird. So I'll listen to them once and be like, all right, in a drawer, never to be heard again. Just I'm, leave them. I'm being. kind of that way with my own stuff too. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, hard. It. I, it's hard. I'm, I'm not that way until I put the vocals on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, it, when it's well, the music, man, yeah. I'm listening to the music all day long. It's like, right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. I did that. Cool. Yeah. Sure. It took five takes and I chopped it all up, but hey, it's cool. No. <laughs> but yeah, then the vocals on there because uh, 
I don't know. I think I think part of the reason we need to get need to get somebody to uh, to crack the whip, you know, is because there'll there'll be times where I'll be like, yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's, oh, it's good. yeah. And then, and then yeah. you know, you know, need someone to listen. be like, no, you can do it better. You're, yeah. or you, you can just, do it. You know, you listen to it later. It's like, damn, I should, one more take, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And that's it. And that's probably why I don't like to listen. I'll nitpick everything to death and, yep. until I just yep. feel like, yeah. like, I'm, I'm never doing this again. Yes. I'm horrible. I'm a piece of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I can really psych well, myself out, and I, I think so. part a part of it too is is listening to the demos over and over again, because yeah. you know the demos. It's like, oh, well, I messed up there, but that doesn't matter because I'm going to fix that when we do the real right, recording. Right, you right, know? Right. So yes. it's like, oh, but that part, yeah, you know? yeah, oh yeah. I can cut my slack, cut myself some slack on demos, but real thing. So while working on all of your solo stuff, you've still been out and about singing, occasionally yes, at least. Occasionally, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, again, because of Corona or mm-hmm. COVID. Um, like, okay, basically, I'm in a wedding band full time, um, and this was my first year in a wedding band so it was a fun experience break you right in yeah i was like oh okay cool this is the worst it can ever be (laughs) exactly (laughs) which is still kind of it was pretty good especially like later on in in the year but it was still so difficult and i mean you know um we took what we can get and whatever it's fine um i just hope 2021 is better but uh yeah i i um that's kind of where i also get um a little bit of like my practice is the wedding band because I just sing I mean we sing everything we sing like 50s and pop and rock sometimes and rock and not like the rock that we all know and love but like rock that's like journey that they oh, think is right, heavy yeah. metal and I'm like yeah. okay that's not even but okay, <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's still awesome though yeah oh of course I like yeah, yeah journey. I love journey yeah, absolutely I love journey it's just not heavy metal and right, that's right, like yeah. what like a lot of these people think it's just funny to me I just think it's hilarious um so yeah I mean I I, I like it. I love doing it. Um, it's super fun. It's it's cool to see like people really happy getting married and being like, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Hey, they pay. That's true. Yes, they do. They and pay. they they pay very well and very yeah. nicely. So I'm not complaining. Well, and that, you know, I, I guess that was probably a good way to break in in 2020, because if it was like a, just a normal year, you'd probably be exhausted by this point. Oh, yeah. Because it'd, oh, yeah. it'd probably been every weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Usually it is. We do like one or two gigs a weekend. Um, even when I was subbing, which I first came on as a sub for mm-hmm. the um, original lead vocalist, and then she uh, left and moved on to do other things. Um, and then I came in as full-time. So um, even when I was subbing with them, we had like one month where she couldn't um, perform. And I think it was like April, I think, which is a pretty big month. For weddings and it was like two or three shows a weekend it was like it was very exhausting and then i was working a full-time job in downtown dallas so mm-hmm. i drove an hour oh, wow. to and from you know it, it was like at that point i was like i just need sleep like is that a possibility so um yeah i mean you know if covid didn't happen then yeah i would definitely be exhausted but yeah. usually january is the month to like recover right from right. the last four months 
October and December. Insane. Well, and I can I can testify that she's not a vocalist in a vocalist meme. She actually carries stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, okay. Other than her mic, yeah, she's a helper. Yes, I try yeah. as much as I can. One of the funniest memes I, I saw after after the whole debacle um, at uh, w- with the protesters like breaking into the oh, the Capitol, the, the mm-hmm. Capitol, yeah. Building. yeah. Um, the guy, guy carrying away a podium yeah. and smiling, and it's like, like this, every singer at the gig carrying their mic stand oh, while yeah, everyone else is loading up. You know? Right, right. It's like, yeah, yeah. I wish, awesome. I wish I was like that. I, yeah. I can't. <laughs> that's that's like a, a Marilyn Manson style mic stand. You know, oh, right, yeah. big right. old freaking podium. So. <laughs> um, do you still do uh, musician song call? Um, not anymore because no? of. Of because of the COVID, because of COVID, yeah. and did like, they just, it just stop it? Or, yeah, they yeah. basically said like because of, um, because of COVID, we can't have anybody coming in, we can't have anybody coming out. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times it'll be their kid, like the kids, um, and then like one parent, not okay. even both. So parents. what is this? Yeah, yeah. Let, oh, let people know hello. what it is. <laughs> okay, so musicians on call is a nonprofit organization um, where musicians can submit like a little recording of themselves. Um, and then they can go off into hospitals, um, which I think it's like Nashville, New York, Georgia, I think is one of them, um, Texas hospitals all around for children. Um, and then you go bedside and you just sing to different kids, um, who have like, you know, um, serious illnesses who are there long term. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that was really, um, uh, that's an experience for sure. It, like a good experience. It's just sometimes it makes it hard to see kids in that kind of mm-hmm. um, environment and right. having to deal with those kinds of things that I've, I am blessed to say I've never had to deal with something like that at that young of an age. Right. So um, yeah, it, it it's one of my favorite things I've ever done as a singer ever. Um, so yeah, I, I was sad when they sent the email and they were like, yeah, so you've had to suspend for a bit, mm-hmm. but hopefully we can get back. So if once well, maybe when it comes back, you can say, check out my new single. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, well, yeah, I mean, I guess there's a couple on there I could sing, but yeah. 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 Um, yeah I'm sad it, it, it stopped for yeah. a bit, but looking yeah. forward to the future. But uh, the, the kind of the, the heart between or behind the, the musicians on call is kind of what brought you to our area in the first place. Yes, it you is. You came up for, for the, that, that particular life fest that was for uh, a Logan Cochran. Yes. Little um, Logan. Yeah. That, uh, we've all stayed in touch with. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. And he's, uh, he's a little firecracker. <laughs> he's got, uh, he's got himself a little brother now. Yes. That is almost as big as him. <laughs> we got to, uh, or I got to, uh, to to see Ashley not too long ago. Um, she had done she had done a, a pet portrait um, for for Tracy and Zach. Oh, okay. Um, uh, they lost they'd lost two dogs um, mm. this past year, um, and so we Ashley does amazing pet portraits. She does, yeah. Yeah, and so we had had her do um, both of those, and so I've gotten to see her twice this year. Mm. Um, they've they've managed to avoid covid so far at least really which which is a big deal um to the people that don't know uh i'm not going to try and and 
say what exactly Logan has. He has a, a heart valve defect. Yeah. Um, and um, has had multiple open heart surgeries. He is going to be six this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah. Obviously, um, getting something like COVID would be devastating for him. Yeah. Right. Um, but so far, so good. Um, same. Same with my my house. I I've managed to avoid it so far. Uh, I don't know how I go everywhere. I do mask yeah. up more often than not nowadays, though. So. Mm, yeah. But, same here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only one that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a conspiracy theory that I got it, but <laughs> you don't know for sure. <laughs> I had all the symptoms and I kept getting negative tests, but yeah. I was like, no, I, I'm pretty sure I have it. Um, the only thing is that all the tests that I were getting were rapid. So that could have oh, been okay. the. Yeah. The, yeah. That yeah. could have been it. But, uh, um, yeah, train of thought. <laughs> Logan. But, but you, well, no, it, it was back to the, to the COVID. Um, <laughs> people in your camp have, have run into it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But everybody's recovered okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, yes. Um, I've had a couple people, um, like I've had other family members who have, um, unfortunately passed away from it. Really? Um, yeah. One of our cousins, um, he had gotten it. And then like a couple of days later, just he passed away. Like How all of a sudden, he? Wow. um, he was like in his late fifties, early sixties, I think. Really? Yeah. So yeah. it was just very, um, it was really sad. It was like, yeah. Oh gosh. Like, you know, I, I mean, I've never had anyone near me or close to me that has, um, you know, gotten really sick with it everything that we've had were just extremely mild symptoms mm-hmm. but having someone pass away from it that i knew i was like oh okay Ooh, this is really the reality just kind of hit you know yeah you only hear stories about it and yeah. then it's kind of like you know i don't know it, it, it gets close to you and then you're like oh gosh all right yeah this is i mean i've i've heard several stories um because you know brooke has lost patience mm-hmm. um but again it's it's not not anybody directly related to it, anybody that we know. Yeah. And so there's that, there's that disconnect. And I think, I think that's a big part of the problem mm-hmm. um, is that if you're able to disconnect yourself from it, then it's not that big a deal. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, you know, I said, I, I've said from the beginning, if people were bleeding from their eyes, this whole thing would have been different. Oh yeah. <laughs> if it was more of like a physical thing. Happening, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Things would be 100% yeah. different. It, it was like the the feared Ebola outbreak from a few years mm. ago. You know, it would it would have been a lot different. Way but, different. But the 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 flip side of that is is we know we we know what our shortcomings are. I mm-hmm. mean, we were totally unprepared. unprepared. We were fighting over toilet paper. Right. That's how unprepared we were. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. I bought mine <laughs> two weeks before that, and I had it. Up to, uh, for whatever reason, uh, Colby went and got it. So, mm. for you know, Colby's going to go buy the biggest package of toilet paper possible. Yep. And it comes out, and I think we had it uh, into uh, July. Wow. Yeah. So it <laughs> Y'all was, lucked out it, for it, sure. It was never an issue. Nope. <laughs> nope. It wasn't an issue for us either. Yeah. It was just, but it was one of those things like, 
okay, I think I got to go get toilet paper now. We only have like seven rolls left. Right. Oh gosh, what are we going to do? seven rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how long are we going to last? Ahead, you know? Yeah, it's, well, like, oh gosh. But I have people who talk me down from my like, oh, yeah. moments. So we're, that's good. Well, and then it was, it was funny too, you know, when that first started there, I can't remember where I saw it, but it was like, somebody was like, well, yeah, the, the whole reason that, uh, that, uh, there's a toilet paper shortage. It's all the toilet papers made in China. And, you know, oh, with that, you know, oh my goodness. we're not going to get it coming in. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one. Well, yeah, but at the time I'm reading, I'm like, hmm. yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's weird to see the just the crazy things that people obsess over. And, yeah. And, yeah. Difficult times. I don't know. Well, and even in good times. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's probably the, I mean, that's probably the worst thing about the internet. Oh, yeah. It makes everything way worse. I don't don't think anybody foresaw that, you know? Yeah. I think this is an informational tool, and then just, they made it social, and then it became... Just the internet in general is what you're saying? yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously social networks are the biggest problem, but, and I think they're the, um, biggest reason for the decline in, in media credibility. Um, but, but at the same time, you know, I use it every day. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not just that, uh, you know, I've got a business or I've got a band, yes. you know, I'm, I use it for promoting, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's changed the way that everyone does business yes. and, like even even your small town brick and mortar store, if they don't have an online presence, they're in big trouble. Yeah, yeah. like um, you probably, you, I'm sure you didn't know this. We just found out today, or I found out today. Our governor here in Kansas is going to be is trying to push through a tax on streaming services, unlike Netflix and why? Um, money. the ra- the yeah money <laughs> money. Um, the rationale, or the, the way they're trying to spin it, is that it somehow is going to help, you know, your neighborhood businesses. And it's like, I don't see how that's going to do it. I, I think, are, are the neighborhood businesses collecting the tax? Yeah. 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 Like, What's going no, on here? It's, yeah. it's pretty convoluted. Um, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me yeah. at all. Like, Mm-mm. everyone's hurting right now. The government's actually handing out money yeah like not a lot of money not not enough in my opinion but uh but then you're gonna tax something that basically hurts you know it hurts a lot of people yeah yeah Yeah. people that yeah i guess you could just give up all your netflix or whatever but that's so crazy though then then you're stuck avoiding covid with no money at home i don't nothing to do (laughs) i don't see why why it's happening here, why it's happening with our government. I could see it from the, at the national level because of, uh, of, of cable companies, satellite companies and all the FCC fees and stuff like that, that, that they collect, which then, then, you know, falls back on us, obviously. Um, Trying to, to get a piece of the streaming, you know, yeah. in the same way that, that that they do with those with other telecom, um, but yeah, I don't. 
it's got to be. It's just got to be. Yeah, let's get some money. Yeah, yeah, I think so. A little cash grab. Everybody's got it. Let's just well, throw also, a little extra on that's there. That's gonna make the the uh, um on top of obviously the pandemic, but it's gonna make mental illnesses worsen in a way because if you're taking something like that away from people that they can't afford, you know, right. I mean that's a little like oh okay. Yeah, it's just like, it's another it's another hardship mm-hmm. to go through. It's another stressful thing i mean i see netflix as like an escape almost of yeah. like the real world like i just want to sit down and watch like a really really cheesy romantic movie every now and then <laughs> no i mean i usually watch scary movies like gory movies so yeah. um watching a romantic movie every now and then is you know a stretch but um you know people are very similar in that they just like to escape from the real world for a bit and netflix mm-hmm. is that that realm that they can go to for that it's just right it's very sad well and it, it, it's funny because the so for decades people had bitched and i and i worked for cable so that's why i know firsthand but people had bitched and bitched and bitched it's like well i got 300 or 500 channels and there's nothing on here to watch you know mm. and my bill is 150 bucks a month and yada 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 i should just be able to pick what i want you know and so the, that's what they called a la carte. And mm-hmm. so now basically you do have a la carte because you can get Netflix, you can get Prime, you can get Shutter, mm-hmm. you can get, you know, all these. But man, it's going to cost me all this money to get all these. Well, quit your bitching. You want it a la carte. <laughs> that's right. what you yeah. get. Yeah. You know, and that yes. was, that was, that was the thing with, with cable and dish and stuff like that, not doing a la carte. They, could bundle these channels and they would get kickbacks from those channels Mm -hmm. that kind of pays for everything, whether people are watching it or not, you know? And, and so it was going to cost more for them to switch to an a la carte model. Well, now they pretty much have to, um, to compete, but you know, I don't know what they're doing now because I don't get cable. I I just got exclusively streaming. Yeah, me too. (laughs) They still get me for internet because, it's, well, sure. it's the yeah. only option I, I tried, you know, cause I got laid off from there. And so that was, that was a, uh, that was a bitter pill to swallow. Sure. Of course that was 11 years ago. So I'm over it. Um, <laughs> I should hope. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was laid off from them. I'm over it now. I swear. <laughs> um, so, you know, immediately it was like, ah, nope, nope, nope. And my only other option was AT&T. And so I had that for a few years and it just sucked. Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. Um, and I, I, it wasn't too bad. I mean, download speeds were good enough for streaming, different stuff like that. But when I really noticed it is when I really started doing the video stuff and mm-hmm. I would have to upload to, mm-hmm. to YouTube and, you know, at that time we were doing the, the festival stuff. And so I'm uploading like oh. three, four hours and uh, it would take two days. And the thing was, is I got to look in and AT&T never listed their upload speed. Oh, yeah. Their upload speeds were like 500 megabytes <laughs> a second. I was like, I, it got to the point where I was just taking a thumb drive go into one of the places I worked that I had access to their Wi-Fi for work yeah. and I'd upload it there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well. And so then it, it got to the point where it was like, okay, this is ridiculous. You know, we got to, got to bite the bullet. We're going back to Cox. So, 
And I, I, I've had a few complaints, but they've usually been resolved. Nice thing is, is I know people there still, so I'll pull some strings. You know people. Yeah, I know people. Yeah. But man, I think I think we need to keep the internet like as free as as possible. Uh, oh absolutely. yeah, you know, absolutely. It is. I, I think more and more it should be treated almost like a public good. And, yeah, you know. Yep. That's that's my lefty side coming out. <laughs> well, uh, you no, know, I you mean, know, you know um, that, uh, and it's funny because you call it a lefty side, but like it's it's the the right side that's, that's screaming and hollering because they're being cut off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And right, right, and, and that's capitalism one hundred and one. You know, those are yeah. privately, oh, yeah. Or, yeah, well, exactly. even, publicly, that's the, even if they're publicly traded companies, well, that, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a company, they're companies. not the government. It's a private sector, yeah. yeah. And that's that's the right-wing argument. It's like, those are private businesses, yeah. and yeah. they, yeah. Yeah, but then it blows up in their face. Um, exactly. Yep. Yeah. And, I'm and, just in the middle. I just want yeah. my internet. I just, I just <laughs> want to do what I want to do. <laughs> right. You know, I don't want to hurt anybody. Don't want anybody hurting me. Yeah. You know, purple. Yeah. That's what red and blue is. Purple. <laughs> I, yeah. I just, you know, we Purple. already pay sale taxes now on all of our online purchases where we didn't originally have to, but we have to now. Yeah. And now if they tax stre- streaming services and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they shut down the net neutrality every time it comes up, they mm. so, yeah. just like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the last the last uh, free open, you know, last part. frontier, last frontier. Yeah. It's getting slowly. I guess we need to wild west that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have y'all seen social dilemma? No. Yeah. I haven't heard about have? it. No, no, no. I haven't watched it yet. No. Um, I heard it was pretty eye opening. It's very eye opening. Yeah. And I fell asleep in the half, like the second half of it. And it was still very eye opening to me. I just watched the first half. Um, I fall asleep at everything, so I no surprise there. But um, it, it was it was very eye opening in how the um, social media groups keep you on social media, and I think that's where like I have a fourteen, well no, fifteen year old sister, a thirteen year old brother, and a ten year old brother, and all of them are just addicted to their phones. And I think that's also a big problem. Yeah, definitely. With where we are right now, it just shouldn't be like that. But they. I mean, they know you better than you know you. It's like, yeah. that's really, it's, it's really, really scary. Weird. And yeah. that, that's why I haven't watched it yet because I'm already really freaked out about all this stuff. No, yeah. Like you think of like whenever you're sitting at home, like in bed and you're just thinking like late at night, it's really like, it's scary to think about. But then like mm-hmm. seeing something like the social dilemma where it like, they really, and these are people, these aren't like, you know, your scientists or whatever. I mean, there are a couple of those in, in the documentary, but these are people who have actually worked at these right. social media groups and have said, I wish I never was a part of it. It's it's just very like bone chilling almost. It makes you just not want to be on the yeah. internet. <laughs> well, I mean, it it honestly it's the the going back to your your brothers and your sister, it it's it's the nat- natural evolution of kids being raised by TV in the eighties and the nineties. You know, the mm. the the biggest problem is now it's so much more invasive because they can track your habits, you know, yes. where, I mean, whereas the the worst you had back in the eighties was the Nielsen ratings. And that was just, you had to have a box for them to even get that information, yeah. you know? Um, 
and now it's just it's just fed to him. You know, yeah. I mean, if Skynet was real, he's not going to bomb us. He's just going to market us to death. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, you're not wrong. It's a brave new world. Actually, yes. actually, okay. So no, 80s it was TV for 80s kids. 90s it was consoles. It was game consoles. Yeah, yeah. And so it's really, mm. but it's it's smart devices now for these past these this generation. Yeah, it's it's freaky to see, like especially in younger kids. Yeah, it's like yeah. maybe you should not watch the phone for like an hour. Just go play outside for a little bit. Well, see the, how that helps. The worst part is in twenty years we're gonna have so many blind people. I mean, yes. not not no no, you no, know, no yeah can't yeah. see, but they're not gonna be able to see past like me to you. Right. You know, yeah. Beyond that, they're not, their eyes are going to be ruined. And I, I I, can vouch for that firsthand. My eyes are getting ruined. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. <laughs> I wear glasses for a reason. Yeah. Well, and, I, you know, I've discovered that just having a bigger screen does not make it better. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I have 20-20 vision. I can't yeah. relate. I'm it's sorry. funny. I do, too. <laughs> do you really? I do. I, uh, I, ha- oh, I haven't been in, in a year. Um so I should probably go again, but it was, it was funny because the main reason I went is when I was doing the guitar pedals a lot, building the guitar pedals, you know, my, I'm really close I'm, and there'd be these periodic times where I'd be working real close and my eyes would just go mm, real fast, you know? Ooh. And, uh, so I had it checked and she was like, huh, you got 2020. She goes, the, what you're experiencing is eye fatigue. You know, you, it is going to go at some point. Um, but you're straining, your eyes are working extra hard to see the stuff up front. They can still do it, Mm -hmm. but it's a little muscle spasm because they're working so hard. Yeah. And, uh, and so she was like, you know, the the best thing you can do without is just go get like some plus one readers. And, you know, anytime you're working on stuff up close, then you wear those. Well, it's such a pain in the ass to carry them and take them out and do it because if I just have them on, then everything is blurry and you know right. it's like like a bubble. It's it's weird, um, but you know if I'll it, it's just I thought the problem was I was having trouble seeing stuff further away mm-hmm. um, because I'd be on my phone or something like that and I'd look up at the TV and it would take a while for it to come back into focus. And it was because it was working so hard to see stuff yeah. up close. Wow. Um, but I am starting to notice that that stuff further away is, is harder to make out. Um, it's, you know, I, I I think my limit is here, but apparently it's like here now, you know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so, but uh, I, I broke my last pair of readers. So I actually picked up some new readers today because. Good for you. Well, you know, I'm going to be looking at a little screen tomorrow. Mm, sorry. And 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 focus is really important. Yeah. So I throw the readers on, and yeah. so so you're not looking up, and my eyes are going. <laughs> that would be crazy. That's like, like the Exorcist a, stuff going yeah, on there, just like, like uh, <laughs> Steve Buscemi and and uh, 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 what's the what is it? One well, Adam Sandler movie. Him and Kevin James and Chris Rock and Oh, the David's. new one? Oh, uh, no, an oh. older one. But they're grown ups. Grown ups, yeah. Grown ups. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Is it, isn't that movie. the one that he had? No, it was Mr. Deeds, wasn't it? That's one I'm not. I, I've watched there that. There was but one it's of them, so and Steve Buscemi has these eyes, and they're both looking both <laughs> either way, you know? Yeah. yeah. I love Steve Buscemi. Yes, absolutely. Mr. Pink for life. <laughs> so, so, what um, I'm interested <laughs> to know for these new songs. Mm hmm. Um, were, was there any kind of strong musical uh, influence or inspiration kind of, kind of behind the that stuff or um kind of yes not really it's a good it's a good kind of saying for that because <laughs> kind of um, yes not really yeah kind of yes not really because there were um but the I would say the only thing was that I liked bits and pieces of certain songs. And then yeah. I would go in and be like, that's kind of cool. I kind of want to like mix it up a little bit. Um, I remember like I showed my um, one of my friends all the songs and he was like, this is so weird. He's like, I like you have like a country like twang almost a little bit in some of the songs, hmm. but you sound like Ariana Grande at the same time. So it's like, <laughs> I want you to sing a Miranda Lambert song, but as Ariana Grande, I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. Thank you for saying I sounded like her, but that's not happening. So like, that's kind of what I wanted. Like, kind of like what you said earlier, like I just wanted to sound different than what's out there right now. Yeah. And it's really hard because music just kind of goes in cycles, you know, like right. people sound very similar to others. And I wanted to try as much as possible to not be put in that box or in any box, you know? Right. Um, so like, for instance, um, one of the songs, um, I'm the problem, um, was inspired by Miley Cyrus's mother's daughter, um, which is, it, it doesn't sound anything like, yeah at all. no it doesn't um but i liked the way that she portrayed herself in that song in saying like you know no one's gonna tell me what to do no one's gonna you know do this or whatever and that's kind of similar to what i'm the problem is it's a little bit more of like a sarcastic song mm -hmm. but um that was just kind of where i wanted to go with so it's it. kind of like you like that that miley cyrus song you kind of got a feel yes like a feeling out of that song that yeah. you wanted to kind of touch Re express touch in yeah. your own kind of way yeah yeah and i i think that i i did that um it was just in a very different sort of like she's over here and i'm like way over here right um but that's again that's what i wanted i didn't mm -hmm. want to do exactly what she did because right. then what's the point of oh yeah yeah what's the point of that i mean just go do covers all day every day mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's kind of it's kind of how and i saw it, it it's weird like because like i was saying I, I was listening to these things like I walking around with earphones in jamming to your <laughs> songs and I'm like man this like the, there's two bands that kind of came to mind when I'm listening to this and they're probably bands that you don't even care about or listen to I don't even know okay. and they don't even sound like anything that you're doing but it was like it was like we're saying like a feel kind mm -hmm. of thing all right Counting Crows. Okay. All right. Your music, your music does not sound anything like Counting no. Crows, right? At <laughs> no. all. But uh, like I was saying, the um, the intimacy and mm. the storytelling and the the character of your your character of your voice doesn't sound anything like his, but it's unique. Like like if if I hear your voice, 
I know it's you. Mm-hmm. And if I hear Adam Duritz, like I know that know that's, he, I know it's him. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that same kind of quality, that feeling, uh, that authenticity. Yeah. I, I made that kind of connection and I've, I'm sitting here like, it, does, it makes sense, but it really doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it does. And, the, and yeah. then another one is like early Incubus. I I really like Incubus. Dude. And, and the only yes. reason I say this is sometimes the melodies that you choose. Yeah, I can kind of see it. Yeah. I can kind of see it. The, the yes. music's totally different. Yes. Except for there, there's a couple songs kind of got like a funky kind of guitar. Yes. Clean guitar. Yeah. It, um, Just need somebody in there to... Right, right. But some some of the melody lines that you choose, I, I'm just like, oh, that was kind of unexpected, yeah. you know. And I I get kind of an early incubus feel from I, yeah just I can, the melody line. Of, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I, that's again, that's kind of like that. It's it's weird whenever you sing or you start writing songs a cappella because it's like I I focus every single song that I listen to. I do care about lyrics to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's mainly melodies for me. That's like, that is where I'm at. Um, yeah. I do like instrumentals. If you have a, like if you have a good song with a good melody, with good lyrics and really good instruments, like that's great. Like that's mm-hmm. A plus. Um, but I, I focus a lot on the melody because the melody brings people in. It yeah. brings people in emotionally. It brings people in like to want to listen to more. So that's kind of what I focus on more. Yeah. And, and it's beautiful. I Thank mean, you. um, like I said, there, there's some little, I, I don't even know how to describe it really, but um, like you'll end on a note that's like kind of a blue note sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I was not expecting the phrase to end up there. Yeah. And, and I was like, and that's exciting, yeah. you know, because it kind of leaves you going like, whoa. Yeah, it brings brings a little bit more emotion right. to, the, to the mix. Also, all the background vocals. Oh, yes. Super good. Thank you. Not only har- the harmonies, I'm guessing that's you overdubbing harmony to mm-hmm. your own voice, but yeah. that's great. But then also all the like oohs and ahs and, and stuff that's going on in the background. Yeah. It was really well done. Yeah. That's a whole I, lot um, I, Especially in Awaiting Daylight, I was like really into background vocals. I was like, mm-hmm. I just want to do like layers upon layers upon layers yeah. and i remember like doing demos that and guy. stuff <laughs> like really going in and having like 15 to 16 tracks of just harmonies on this one word and i just remember them all like justin and travis and tyler were just like <laughs> dude really like that much for that one note and i'm like yeah it brings like brings something to the table you know yeah, yeah. but um yeah i pierce the veil um was a huge inspiration for me when i was like 15 16 17 even um because the lead singer um vic was extremely like extremely heavy on background vocals but he made it sound so cool it's almost like you're in like a weird trance like if you listen to it with your eyes closed in like a dark room like i just see like colors just flying around because there's just so much yeah. going on so it's just kind of i'm i don't i'm not, i wasn't high <laughs> i've never <laughs> done drugs ever in my life i just that's how like i see songs it's just like i'm my eyes are closed and i just see colors and that's mm-hmm. that's how i um well, you don't yeah. need to be high yeah I, yeah, yeah is that cool I, yeah 
I love it. You just circumvent a whole lot of money and work. Yeah. My, my break. daughter is, is uh, 15 and she has synesthesia. So oh, okay. uh, if you know what that is, like she kind of gets um, other uh, sensory stuff like translated into a visual yeah. sensation. Yeah. So she does that. She'll describe people as colors. She'll yes. Like, oh, he like that person has kind of a... a purple color you know to yes. me that means like this yes. this is the kind of feel i get off that that's so cool yeah it's it's weird i so. didn't realize i did that with songs until awaiting daylight and we were all kind of going back and forth and saying like what color do you see fool as and i was like just black just it's angry <laughs> we're just gonna say it's black whatever um but i then i started doing it with like songs that i just listened to and like most of the time i see like red orange um, yellow every now and then with like some of the popular songs, but then mm-hmm. I listen to like any heavy metal song and it's just like purple and black and yeah. you know like gray. This is very I don't know. I like just kind of yes, yes, <laughs> like a bruise on my heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's cool though. Yeah, that she has yeah. that. It's interesting. Yeah, I'm she's, sure it's in, like interesting conversations. Yeah, why, for why sure. Why is that person purple? Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> It, I mean, there'll be sometimes where just someone we've never seen before in a life walks by, like that person's gray. She and she's like, um, "Let's get out of here." Oh, yeah, wow. it was like so she uh, she basically there is she seeing auras. Uh, yeah, Actually, I don't know if yeah. I describe it that way, but yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, it, it'd be be interesting to you know take notes on what she's. Right, what what she says mm-hmm. one person is, or something like that. Yeah, and then God knows there's a book on auras out there, you know, and right. just kind of. Oh, that's scary. Do a little research and then go back. <laughs> and I mean, it would be interesting to see, you know, is it are, are they like are auras like mood rings? I mean, is this gray person carry gray every day, or does right do they, right oh, it's just the mood that they're and in? They, they wake yeah. up blue, you know. I, right. Yeah. Be kind of yeah. cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We need to do some research. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go home and do it now. <laughs> That's so all cool. Right. We'll have her on the podcast. Yes. It all That's yeah. so cool. Are you kidding? Yeah. That's so no, awesome. She, I think she's got a wonderful musical ear too. I, I mm. mean, I'm, I haven't had a chance to let her listen to your stuff. I want to, mm. I want to get her take on it. I think she'll really dig it. Um, and uh, so I, she's becoming more and more of a musician, but she's, really always from a very young age been uh so visual you know and been able to draw yeah. i'd like to give her a shot at like trying to let her listen to our songs and yeah, pick please. up an album cover that'd be cool yeah. j- just oh, to see cool. what she would do yeah but uh I, another person i want to get on the podcast i've said is my friend uh, Cro- uh Corey crawford hine who is a fine artist and a and a graphic artist and he's super talented I was showing him some of just her sketches and Mm -hmm. it's like, she's never had any training. What do you think? She's like, she's better than I was when I was her age. Like, (laughs) I was like, whoa, cool. Anyways, I'm going off on tangents. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. She's 15. So, you know, you're like, man, you're good. You know, you start getting her into that stuff like that. 16 rolls around. She's like, meh. I don't really want to do that Yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on. <laughs> now, this might be a little bit of a weird question, but does she believe in ghosts? Yeah. She does? Yep. Okay. She swears that my great aunt Jerry, who she 
didn't know, but probably met once or twice, if anything, when she was a baby, she swears that she comes and visits her. What? <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh. That, that's really weird. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't think I've ever had a, like a true ghost experience. No. Either that, like maybe I've had a couple and then like Travis and Justin will be like, shut up, you're annoying. Like that, that was not real. You, you did. You did have the feeling at the, at, at the Katie. Yes. Yeah. You, know, you went into that room, you came back out and you weren't ever going in it again. No, I wasn't. Yeah. Well, it was like, it was weird. Like I walked in and just like a weird feeling overtook my, like my whole body. And I just like stood there for a second and I stared out the window and like, I kind of like got back and then I walked out and I was like, never going in there again. Cause I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. And, well, you said, and you, you said that, you know, if you couldn't breathe. No. It was, it was like a compression. On, like a, like a, oh, like yeah. a, like I can't breathe what's happening. Like it was weird. And then like wow. of course the first person I see, I, I saw you and Brooke standing there. You were like, Are you okay? And I was like, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> and then Travis was next to me and and it's so funny because Travis is very like pessimistic on everything. Like if you know the guy, you'd know that. Like he is just like whatever. And he was like, You're just making it up. I'm like, no, I'm not. That's real. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. And then I told Justin about it, and Justin was like, eh, I don't know. But uh, I've only heard ghost stories. I've never experienced one other than that. That's the only other thing. Like, I don't want to say it's a ghost, but it could have been. But I don't know. Right. It's yeah. Just the, right. the weird thing. Uh, you know, I've only experienced a, a cold spot. Yeah. You know? mm. um, which you know, who knows? It's it's not a very exciting story, but I mean, it was a legitimate cold spot yeah. in in the middle of summer, in a car that the air conditioning did not work, and we're driving out of a place that supposedly, you know, is haunted. Yeah. Haunt, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. And um, driving out of there, all of a sudden, it started blowing cold air, and it blew cold air for about fifteen feet, and then it was hot again. That's crazy. So, yeah, were you near a cemetery? Okay, yeah. You're, yeah. you're supposed to hold your breath when you pass cemeteries. No, oh, well. Did you know that? No. Yeah, because, okay, this is, sounds so, you don't so get stupid. Possessed or yeah, something, you know, or? like the souls don't go in you or something. Oh. That's what my dad always told me. Well, see, uh, <laughs> see the, the fun thing about that, that cemetery out there, and of course, you can't get to it anymore. Is it, I mean, you probably could, but if you really it's technically to. Pri- private property at this oh. point. Um, it was an old cement factory. Oh. And a worker had actually been buried. In the cement, it, it, it was an accident. Like a lot uh, alive. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Um, oh, no. Anyway, but there's there's an old cemetery out there because it was an old township called La Hunt, and uh, you know we get the the strange days guys on here again. They give you the real lowdown. Yeah. Oh. Um, but um, there's an old old cemetery out there, and growing up, you know there there's supposedly a witch's grave out there and you know you walked around it counterclockwise like seven <gasps> times you die the next day type of thing oh no anyway so i don't mess with that yeah well and it was <laughs> it, you know it was wild because everything's overgrown out there but they keep the cemetery mode and and that, that when i was you know at that time it was probably 15 and so it didn't really strike me that somebody would come out there and mow it so it was kind of yeah. like, why is grass so, so good? You know, why, why is it cut? <laughs> Somebody mowed it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But yeah, hit a cold spot. 
You, uh, you said your dad tells you to hold your breath so the souls don't actually. Yeah. Weird thing. My my dad, when I was really little, I remember him. I guess I was picking my nose because I was a little kid, oh. and he told me not if I did that, it was gonna it, it the flies would see that I was pointing up my nose, and they would try to fly up my nose. Mm. And so, like, wow, it stopped me. It made me stop picking my nose. I guess you know. <laughs> but then I I like it's one of those things where. You know, it's like you're a little kid and and your parents you tell you that it. and you you believe it, you know? Yeah. And I remember like as a grown man remembering that and I was like going, he was messing with me. Like, yes. like, that's, like, like I believed that, you know? <laughs> you just have this moment where you're like, oh, wait, dad is full of shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How old were you when you realized? Like 21, 22? Uh, uh, no, probably, was, probably last week. That, like, <laughs> yeah, it was just the other day. <laughs> he he said it to really my he said it to was, my youngest I daughter. Was and, my uh, nose and <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, no, my dad says a lot of stuff. He he's very funny. I remember like I was really young, and he has this thing that, or it, I guess it's a it's big in Mexico, and it's called the Kukui, and it's just like a like a scary um, monster. And every single time, I would not go to sleep. I'd want to stay up. He would always say, the kukui is going to come get you. The kukui is going to come get you. And I'm always like, okay, okay, okay. And even to this day, like, I don't know if I want to do that to my future kids because it really traumatized (laughs) me. (laughs) Anytime he would say it, I'd be like, okay, okay, I'm going to sleep. Going to sleep now. Well, and you know, there, and this, I'm not trying to make it a weird racial thing. It might be because, you know, (laughs) I speak speak english i only speak english my entire life you know and when somebody starts dropping something on you in a in a foreign language you know what i mean it's just like intensifies oh yeah 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 yeah. i mean i think uh, that that would be that would be frightening but it's like if somebody just dropped something in german Oh yeah, yeah. That, that would be really frightening. It's like the scariest word <laughs> in German. Anything in German is pretty Can, frightening. Yeah. <laughs> It's, oh, yeah. it's efficient and it's frightening. <laughs> is it efficient though? They have words that are so crazy long. Yeah. Well, I mean, they rattle them off just fine. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> um, there's a a show on Netflix. I think it's called Veronica. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's yeah. like that French show. Was it French? I thought it was. I think it's French. I thought it was Spanish. I don't. Maybe it was. I don't remember. But it was like, well, I don't know if it's if that's the name of it, but it's like... This, yeah, it was, it was Veronica. Was it? Yeah. And then like, but was it, it was a TV show, right? Or was it a movie? Because I might thinking of, I'm maybe. thinking of something else. Okay. Then it's a French TV show and it's like this creepy old grandma. Just like, and it's hard to watch sometimes because mm-hmm. it's like... It's just so creepy. Like it crawls under your skin. And I watch mm. so many horror movies. Like nothing gets me anymore. But that show got me. I was like, okay, I'm done. I am done with this show. <laughs> like I didn't even finish it because I was like, I can't. Can, I, I don't know. I'll have to get the name of it. But um, yeah, it's, no, it, I want to check it French. out. It's right, right. Yeah, it's in French. And it made everything a little bit more creepier. It's like, oh. oh. <laughs> well, and the thing about that, about French is that if you take French dark, it's scary, but it's also seductive. It's a little romantic. Yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, French is very romantic, but yeah. I, when you put it in and, a horror and movie. And Spanish can be that way, too. 
Yeah. German, not so much. German's just... No, yeah, German's very... Yeah. German is the one, quote-unquote, romance language that doesn't really sound like it should no. be. <laughs> what other... Like a sadist language. Yeah. <laughs> what other like languages sound like that? Like, are as scary as... Russian. Oh, yeah. totally, yeah. Any Eastern European, really, yeah. Yeah. pretty much, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that one. What do they speak in Poland? Uh, Polish. Is it, is that, yeah. is it, Polish? Is it Polish? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think they, I think, I think there is, there is Polish, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I think there's some Russian, I think there's some German, there's probably some Austrian, which Austrian is really close uh. to German. Uh, it's kind of like the difference between, uh, Portuguese and, and Spanish. Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Kind of what Austrian and German is. Right. Right. Um, uh, listen to me rattle this off like i know yeah yeah let me clarify i don't let's know shit my, so let's get our geography lesson on i took a i took two semesters of spanish and i can't remember shit yeah. other than asking where oh, the beer I'm right is right there with you i right took there with two you. semesters of french why why did i take french no freaking clue I took, I took, yeah i had french I, when i was 13 and uh, like no. it, it would have been so much more practical to learn some spanish mm. living in america but even then but, spanish is hard to remember like unless you're practicing every yeah, day yeah it's so hard to remember the the problem is is English is the shitty language, but it's so second nature. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But the thing is, is we do every we say that the Spanish and French and Portuguese and all, they they all do things backwards. Well, we're the ones doing things backwards because there's yeah. there right there is three languages that do it the same way. Right. You know yeah. so, that's true. Yeah, I didn't yeah, think I mean, about it that way. You know, if yeah. you were coming into English as a second language, I think you'd not necessarily not necessarily be stronger. In English, but you'd probably have a stronger grasp of a whole bunch of other languages. Yeah, you know, like like say Spanish, Portuguese, French. They all kind of that was that was kind of a, a thing going into Spanish after having you know junior high French. You know, it was, mm-hmm. wasn't fancy, but the way things were laid out were very similar. Right. Yeah, it was just kind of different words. And, wow, how did we get to language? I don't know. Uh, how did we get to language? Oh, I, I, said, the, I said the kukui. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. It all gets yeah. brought back to the kukui yeah. every time. And the kukui. The yeah. kukui. Go home and have nightmares. Yeah. No, I... Uh, I'm just going to have nightmares seeing Joe saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then kukui. he'll not... He would even knock. He would go like, it's the kukui. Go to sleep. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll go to sleep, I promise. Uh, next time we're down there, I'm going to say, say it. Yeah, say, 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 say the, the kukui. I'm going to be like, say it. But you know what's funny is that he never did that with any of the other kids. Yeah. It was only me. Yeah. Well, so he was the only, like I was the only tortured one, yeah. and it was really sad. It's like, Dad, they have to get some of the torture. Like I can't really, just me. really, yeah. yeah. They do. They have Absolutely. to. Absolutely. I mean, everyone es- gets their fair share. Especially, especially boys. I know they need to be scared to death. Yeah. No, they're not though. Oh wow. They're not. Yeah, you know, I try dropping to the do- ball, Joe. <laughs> I try to do. I try to do that sometimes with my. My younger, my youngest daughter's two and a half. Oh, All right. yeah, two Aww. and fifteen. Yeah, yeah, big gap yeah, there. But yeah. um, he didn't sleep much. Well, <laughs> but, uh, he's like, well, I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's true. Um, so I'll try to be like, oh, you know, the monsters or some shit, and then, but she just plays off me. She goes, <laughs> like. Yeah, let's go get the monsters. Monsters <laughs> roar. She, it was, That's funny. Yeah. Or she'll ask, what do they look like? What, what kind of, do they have fangs? Do they have, do they have horns on their head? <laughs> what color are they? That's coming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, right now everything's, why? 
Yeah. Yeah, Why? Why? Oh, God. That was the worst. (laughs) Yeah. That is the worst. Uh, The other day, she's she's like, I need to go, I need to go poop in the potty, you know, because she's learning how to do that, you know? Yeah. And she's like, I'm a, I need to go poop on the monsters and the crocodiles on the, in the toilet. I'm like, they're in the toilet. Oh my God. Yeah. Monsters in the toilet. I'm like, okay. You're scaring, away. You're, like, you're, you're scaring me. I'm trying That's to scare funny. you. You're scaring me. Uh, That's great. I have crazy. Uh, I, I, sometimes I wonder if they were dreams, um, but it seems like memories. I have a, a memory of going to Kmart. So there was Kmart here in town. Long, long time. I mean, I was little. I mean, old enough that I could go to the bathroom by myself, but just old enough, Mm, you know? Um, Nowadays, I was probably too young to go to the bathroom myself. Mm, You know, it's just a different time then. Mm -hmm. Anyway, there was was like a broken toilet out of, out of some of the, the stalls and I don't the, the vaguest memory is something about that just scared the crap out of me and I had he wasn't actually my cousin so he was like my cousin's cousin okay I'm sorry you were scared of a he was your meta cousin toilet? yeah it's weird <laughs> it's weird weird so anyway he comes in after I go back out and for some reason I I remember thinking that he got sucked into that toilet oh and so that that was the, the that was wow. the scary part. I don't know. It was that weird. That had to be a dream. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Um another crazy memory and I I don't know for sure. So I had my aunt if I remember right and again this is I'm little little. Um I think she did a stint where she um cleaned a church. You know, did did cleaning in a church and she used to babysit me. Okay. So and I actually think it's this one down here, the big gothic looking one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And oh, we love goth looking churches, yes, though. Those yes. are so cool. But when you're a little kid, you have these big, oh, long, and, and I'd have to go back in there. And I'm sure it's been remodeled over the years, but, and, and I probably should just ask her if she clean, ever cleaned that church. Right, anyway, I don't know. There was <laughs> there was just something oppressive about that, and it's it, it sticks with me. You know, and it almost feels like Holloway scenes from uh, like I'm mashing up Holloway scenes from The Shining with this, but but it's not, you know, Mm. it's like I can, I can't describe the carpet, but it was like, if I could see the carpet, I'd know it type thing. I I don't know. Interesting. So maybe I have had some other things, but those are, those are just random memories that are like. Maybe it was like a past life. Well, now, your, now your, we're getting somewhere. Your uh, cousin so, got sucked into a toilet. I've kind of had this uh, this uh, multiverse theory over the last few months. Oh, we're getting into theories now. Yes, yes. Oh, awesome. All right. So I don't I don't remember my dreams, um, like ever. Yeah. I mean, it's like one a year at most. Most of the time, it's like one every five, six years, something like that. You know, that I'll, I'll recall even having a dream, mm-hmm. you know, I just go to bed, I wake up, that's it. But, uh, I had a handful of dreams that were, I think you're a robot. Yeah, it could be. Someone's just hitting yeah. your off switch. Yeah, probably. Could be. <laughs> 3PO. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> um, well, and Brooke thinks so, except I apparently have a charging motor when I'm asleep. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Pisses her off a lot. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait till we go on tour and yeah, try yeah. to sleep 
What are you talking about? I'll be driving the whole damn time. So. Uh, yeah. I'll sleep during the day, I guess. I probably won't sleep. <laughs> It'll be nine days and we'll get back and he's like, okay, he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Called it. Anyway, uh, some super vivid dreams. And I, I remember having some very vivid dreams throughout the years, just small details and stuff like that. Nothing grandiose like, you know, playing Wembley Stadium or anything cool like that. But um, some of them get really, really dark. Um, but I almost wonder if it's like, this is a glimpse into another me yeah. in the in the multiverse. Yeah. You know, because it's not like me dreaming I'm a child. It's like me dreaming me just in these other... And, and maybe that's why I don't remember the other dreams because they're just mundane yeah and these just stand out because they're so freaking extreme yeah you know i mean one was a one was a, a car accident where uh, a a truck that had a bunch of rebar loaded in the back of it was in front of me and it was like uh it was like coming up from no water right before it goes to the split mm-hmm and there's like that little curve and there's there's that house there and there's mailbox on the street. And it, for whatever reason, the truck in front of me, somebody was walking to the mailbox, but somebody blew th- out of that driveway and just ran over that person. I mean, just boom. Uh, I mean, it was like the the bus scene in Final Destination, which no, is a bam, uh, yes. you know what I mean? And so the physics of it aren't right. I guess they could be. But it was like the truck in front of me slammed its brakes, obviously. Um, I slammed my brakes, but then the rebar comes back, shoots through the engine block, goes through my thigh into the, the back. And then the, that's that's the last part of it. I remember. I, well, no. It was... Uh, I, I ended up driving... It, or it was a struggle to drive back to Coffeyville because I'm trying to get to the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. And try, trying to stay conscious. Uh, and that's that's in all your dream. Yeah. In, the, in the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. thought about making a horror movie of all these dreams? Oh, well, not necessarily with the dreams, but I'm always thinking about making a horror movie. I mean, you can make a good horror movie with those dreams. Just well, do like cool. little we blocks were, of. We were, we were really close to making a. Horror, horror movie, music video, music video yeah. for the greeter. That guy. Yeah. That's one thing that COVID killed for us, right? Because yeah. that was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it can still happen. It could. It could. We could revisit yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but now I'm I'm at the point where I'm like, well, let's just flesh the whole thing out into a feature. Hmm. Yeah, make it a film. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cool. But I wanted to. All right. What's craziest dream that you can remember? That, that you're willing to share. <laughs> that you're willing um, to share. <laughs> I'm willing to share all of them. I don't have like crazy dreams either. Um, I think that one of them that really freaked me out, um, it was actually the week, I think it was like two or, no, it was the night before. Not, that's what it was. It was the night before I went on a church retreat. Um, first time I ever did something like that ever in my life. And I just like, the, that entire week was just like, it was the hardest week for me because like things were just not going right at all that whole week. And then like I had a flat tire the night before. I mean, just like a bunch of just like, you know, people would call it just coincidences. Right. I don't think that I think like, you know, there was something trying to stop me from going on that retreat. But the night before um, I went to sleep at like 
say like 1130, I think. Um, and I had to wake up at six. So I tried really hard to just like go to sleep. I finally fell asleep at around like one or two. And I just remember like being in a weird room and I was myself. Like I didn't see myself. Like I, I was first person. I was me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like in a room and there's a chair in front of me. And there's just like, everything was black and then it was just like these two eyes that were just staring at me and it was just like really dark sounding gregorian chants were going on almost like really slowed down you know it just sounded so creepy and then like i started feeling like a bunch of bugs all over me like it was just a very it was really 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 disturbing and i remember like waking up and being like oh i don't know if i want to go now like oh my gosh i've never had anything else like that afterwards but you know, that, it really that, freaked me out. That description is probably probably the basis of my favorite kind of horror, where it's just subtle, but it's so it's, it's tr- ominous. Yes. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That tends to happen with yeah. my dreams. It's yeah. just like so, like, I don't know. Like, I've, I've had two of those dreams ever in my life, and that was one of them. The other one was very similar, except it was like a black figure was just like, watching me mm-hmm. and i was in a white white room so it was like it was even weirder but the only other time that i can think of like a really scary nightmare is like if someone's like like chasing us around with a gun trying to kill us yeah. you know um or the ones where like your teeth fall out or like you're picking out your teeth oh. and they fall out yeah. and then you're like oh my gosh i have my teeth in my <laughs> i guess hands. that's really common i've never had a dream where my teeth i've had problems have. it's yeah. very common yeah. Yeah. it's very common I, I wouldn't i mean you're lucky to not have uh, those yeah, dreams because yeah. that one's really scary if because i think it's real so like in the moment yeah, i start oh, yeah. crying and i'm like i'm bleeding all over the place and i wake up and i'm like oh my god like we're good. you know there there are some and there are some dreams that i've had that i don't remember at all except for that that feeling when i wake up yeah you know, where it's yeah. it's like yeah i it's, as Eminem put it, snap back to reality. Yeah. You know, um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I can't, can't remember what happened, but apparently it was pretty shitty. So. Yeah. Enough to make you like wake up thinking yeah. like, okay, well, yeah, it, that's hard. It's hard. I don't usually remember my dreams either, but those two were like the big, like, okay. Yeah. I usually don't either. I guess we're all just kind of, yeah. I guess, I guess we're boring, we're boring. people. Yeah. Well, I, I think <laughs> I think a big part of it um, for not remembering my dreams, and I, and I think I say this all the time, because um, you're living the dream. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I'm so over caffeinated, or you know, and over sugared, oh. and because mm-hmm. those are my two biggest biggest vices. Yeah. Um, I don't think my body shuts down but, but not really. i don't think i ever really rest enough yeah. to fully dream yeah you know mm. uh, apparently apparently i mean it, it's like when i don't get much sleep but like i'm super super productive with doing music stuff or video stuff like that but eventually it all comes to a head and then it's like boom i'm out for a day and a half mm-hmm. yeah. um so i mean maybe maybe that's it that's when the the dreams crick creep in is when i just completely crash right don't don't intake caffeine just stop i know just stop i've done it several times have you really yeah it just pulls me right back in oh i know i'm right Uh, there with you well i mean (laughs) i 
you know, I, th- I, I would not be surprised if as an infant, I had a tit in one hand and I had a Mountain Dew in the other. I mean, seriously, I've been on soda for as long as I can remember. That's the hardest thing to kick. Yeah. I will say. Yeah. Yeah. I went five years without soda. And then recently, um, I started drinking ginger ale again, which is not good. No, but it's better. I mean, it's not like there's no caffeine in it. So at least I can say that. But like justifying 70 grams of sugar in a bottle of soda well, and, and is see, that's really it, hard that's it too i don't think it's so much the caffeine that pulls me in it's, it's the, the sugar, sugar. I, that's my <clears throat> i love mm-hmm. sugar it's yes. my big downfall too <laughs> i love sugar and i love the carbonation mm-hmm. yeah because because yeah. juice doesn't cut it it's okay but it doesn't deliver yes that's you know? my problem yeah i like the carbonation i like the sugar i have the caffeine the is just waters. a bonus the seltzer waters are like people are just like oh just in, just swap your sodas with the seltzer water and I'm like well obviously you haven't tasted soda because it doesn't taste like a seltzer water. <laughs> It'd be it fine is, if I put a cup of sugar in it. Yeah, like just throw <laughs> right. them back. <laughs> yeah, just mix no. that up with some Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah, no, it, that's it's hard. Sugar yeah. and, and caffeine, especially like both of those even combined are the worst. Yeah, I mean if I could just get to where you know vodka and soda and lime was the thing i could drink all day long then go for it maybe i could train myself into because then i wouldn't care so much mm. <laughs> probably not the best thing when you got to drive around all day That's for your job probably not. yeah i don't know i mean if you if your tolerance is high enough <laughs> okay yeah i'm convinced let's do it i mean you know <laughs> you talked me into you it just you, you refuse the breathalyzer demand a field sobriety test yep. yeah yeah and you just as long as your go. coordination is good. good yeah yeah um i got away with that one time yeah. did you really yeah wow had to do the only one the only time i had to do the sobriety test thing have you seen that video where the it's fake, obviously, but it's the state trooper telling him like, okay, you're going to do one, two step, one, two step, and she's dancing. And then the guy has to, has to imitate that. Have you ever seen that? Oh, it's so yeah. funny. It's so, uh, and then she's like, spin, spin, uh, kick or whatever. And so then he'll go spin, spin, kick. And then he'll do like hit bump or step. Uh, hit, step, hit, hit or whatever. And then the guy has to, it's, it's really funny. I'll have to show it to you. Guys. Yeah. I'll be going to jail. <laughs> it's like i just can't dance i'm sorry i went can you do ymca come on <laughs> i know that one it's like this is the only move i have is this <laughs> this thing That's i can funny. do the arm worm <laughs> i went one full week it sounds so bad but i went one full week with no sugar oh my all. god no it was really really hard yeah no we watched um i think it's called the truth about sugar oh that's terrible well, yeah, it was like, it was really eye-opening. And then after that, that's, I always do it with myself. That's what happened when I became vegan. I, I watched a couple documentaries and then I was like, all right, that's it. No more. And then same thing with sugar. I said, okay, that's it. No more. No sugar ever again. It's killing us. It's killing our minds, whatever. And so I went a full week without it, but I could not eat anything because mm. there's always added sugars. And yeah. I wanted Teddy Grahams. Mm. I just wanted Teddy Grahams. I wanted mm. graham crackers. I couldn't eat those because they had 15 grams of added sugar. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have anything with high fructose corn syrup, like nothing. Yeah. The, 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 best thing, the best thing you can do, and I, I have done it, and I've been off of sugar for a long time. I lost like 50 some pounds a long, long time ago um, and then found it 
I found those and I found some extra <laughs> to go with it since. Um, but substitute all all the sugar that that you normally like. You know, I I would sugar in my cereal. You know, obviously if it was like well, if it was like Captain oh. Crunch, it doesn't need it. But you know, we'd yeah. buy Raisin Bran or oh, I love yeah. Captain Crunch. Mm. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I could eat that Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Have you seen the crunch berries with yes, marshmallows? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I ate those on the way back from studio, actually. At Bucky's, they had a, like a little like yeah. single serve one. And I was like, I'm just, I'll yeah. take these. Yeah. I've been pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know what? We would probably be better off on heroin. Probably. Actually, than, yes. Other than sugar. Did you know that rats, There's there was a study done where they gave rats cocaine and sugar. Mm. And then they took it away for a week or two and like let them get like the withdrawal symptoms and then gave them both back to them. And the rats chose sugar every single time. Sugar is wow. more addictive than cocaine. It's yeah, I insane. Yeah. I totally believe it. It's crazy. But, but anyway, what I was going to say Sorry, is, yeah. is honey. I yep. hate honey. Do you really? I hate honey. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You know yeah. what? I'm kind I, of the same way. It grosses me out. Huh. I, I'm not a big fan of honey, but uh, we started getting our, our coffee from uh, a local um, family. They mm-hmm. they kind of do this thing on the side, and they also do honey, and it's all. So I tried that, and I was like, "It's just way better." Still, I'm not just going to sit there and eat honey or yeah. anything. <laughs> but like, I replaced um, instead of using sugar in my coffee, mm-hmm. I would use You'll some use of the honey, honey mm-hmm. and it was. So much better but than I'm sure that's store raw honey. stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah like, like super. Yeah, I, well, I yeah. mean, but I mean, you can even get uh, mm. local. What what would be considered processed honey? You know, you don't have any of the comb in it. Yeah. Um, and and that's it's it's great if you have allergies. Really? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, because that's what bees do. They they pollinate. Yeah. And yeah. and so. There, I didn't what, even think about that. It's like natural antibodies. Yeah, you know, I love it. Um, but yeah, I, I'd substitute uh, that sugar I put on on cereal with honey. It's a little thicker. You got to mix it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really good with oatmeal. Um, oh, yeah, I've heard that. Uh, substitute because I, I'm, you know, I'm 45 year old kid. I still love peanut butter and jelly. But oh, me too. I can do peanut butter and honey instead. That's really good. Um, and uh, what was the other one? Um, 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 um. Yeah, honey. The honey. only time I'll <laughs> eat or drink honey is in my teas. And it has to be a specific kind of tea. It's yeah. only chamomile. I call it the teddy bear tea. Yeah. Because it's got a teddy bear <laughs> on the front of it, but it's chamomile. But like, I'll tell my mom, like, can you give me the teddy bear tea? And she's like, <laughs> all right, five-year-old. So, but I'll drink like tea with honey and lemon. Um, but that's the only one that I'll do that with. Yeah. So I don't really, I don't like honey, but again, it's like an acquired thing. I think I just have to keep eating it and then I'll yeah. build a tolerance for uh, it. The, the other thing was substitute for, for cinnamon toast. I don't know if you ever make your own cinnamon toast. Mm-mm. It's like cinnamon toast is just butter on toast and then sugar and cinnamon. Cinnamon. It's yeah. good. Oh. But remove the sugar yeah, and I cinnamon and just put honey, butter and, and honey. Oh, in. It's really okay, that good. actually sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. And I mean, you still get, and obviously, still honey has sugar. sugar. Yeah. It's but still you're sugar, not going to get any more But it's natural. natural. Yeah. It's natural. Or you can, like, I was just eating a crap ton of fruit when I went no sugar. Mm-hmm. 
and I was getting tired of it because I was like, I can't eat this much mm-hmm. fruit in a day to sit, like to make me feel like, oh yeah, no, we're good now. Like there's no way. Mm. I and could probably do that, but it would be the whole bag of grapes. That's how it was. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to go to the yeah. store every day. <laughs> But I, I eat grapes like I, I drink water or soda or oh, whatever. I just, don't. Yeah. yeah I mean, you start you know, and then uh, don't stop till they're gone. I yeah. mean, you, you know, you've been sipping on yours all night. Mine would have been gone an hour ago. You know, it's just, oh. I don't, I don't waste time. But yeah. grapes is like, I, I'm like a freaking squirrel. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's how I am with cherry tomatoes. I. That's I, why my stomach acid is so bad. Yeah, I uh, I have grown to like tomatoes. I still don't eat tomatoes on their own. Why? They're I just, so good. I just no, can't do it. Target has a really good brand. I think they're called like Sweet Pops or something like mm-hmm. that, and they're just like super sweet cherry tomatoes. Mm-hmm. They're the best tomatoes I've ever had, and I will buy. Admittedly, I will buy like twenty dollars worth and just <laughs> snack the entire week. On them. It's, they're just so good. I like Romas the best. Oh, Romas are good too. Mm. Make good salsa. Mm. They make uh, the, the cottage cheese salad that we make. It's like a summer salad, Ooh. but we make it all year long because we love it. Yeah. Um, they're in it. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, even, even when I know that I'm buying tomatoes for cheeseburgers or something, you know, that we're making on the grill or something like that. I would choose Romas over More slicing flavorful. tomatoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just don't like tomatoes. I like tomato <sighs> yeah. products. Yeah, well, and I, I, yeah. I totally get that because it, yeah. it was a long, long time before. Uh, and and to me, the best way for me to enjoy a tomato is as a garnish. Right. You know, yeah. and, you know as, as a part of something. Right. Um, yeah. And I'm the same way with cucumbers. For the longest time, I hated cucumbers. I don't like cucumbers. But see, I don't like I don't like melons. Do you like pickles? I don't either. I love yeah. pickles. Oh, so you're yeah. one of those. You don't like the cucumber, but you like the pickle. Well, I, and I've grown to like cucumbers. Mm. Um, again, they're not ones that I just eat on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, both of the kids and, and Brookman, I'll just eat cucumbers. Yeah. You know, nah. Weird. Yeah. Um, but you know, growing up, I was not a vegetable kid mm. at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it was carrots, celery corn on the cob Wings. and then potatoes <laughs> you know yeah which are kind of straddling the line there they're root depends but, yeah depends on how you make them i'm kind of the, the pickles all day long you know it depends on the pickle yeah. for me i can't eat like too sour of a pickle oh hmm i like i like the sour pickles See, yeah i can't do that i don't I'm like, like I don't like the bread and butter pickles. I think and the gross. sweet pickles, stuff yeah, like sweet, that. Yeah, oh, I, I love like sweet pickles. I don't. Oh, I, this is very. I don't. I don't. Um, I don't dislike them, and I. But I don't go out of my way to have them. And if I don't know that they're sweet pickles, then I'm going to be pissed. They'll <laughs> <No, laughs> so yeah. pop it in. It's like mother. <laughs> It's like eating a cookie you think it's chocolate chips, but it's raisins. raisins You're like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. going on? Or, or, you know, popping in what you think is a sugar cookie and you find out it's a, like a biscuit. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> it's yeah. not right. I would see. I can see that. 
This is some exciting conversation, right? Guys. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I think this is pretty exciting. It's We're talking about it cucumbers and well, I mean, honey, sugar, you know, honey. Yeah, things things to do with honey. We're not only helping ourselves, but we might be helping well, other people. Be, that's yeah. right. Edutainment. Yes, that's a good deal. Yes. <laughs> twenty twenty one. Starting off with the bang. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's resolutions. You're right. You're yeah, right. This is honey. helping. <sighs> I do need to cut down on some sugar. Yeah bad thing is, is I, did, I didn't really make a resolution but maybe i should mm-hmm. just like belatedly kind of try to do i that. don't know do you even i mean do those resolutions even work i feel like they work for maybe the first two three months of the year and then everyone's like eh, yeah whatever you know, you know what i think works the best lent <laughs> well <laughs> for the duration yeah it works for me <laughs> uh, he's not telling anybody yeah oh yeah you, you make the decision yeah. to do it Mm-hmm. And as soon as you tell somebody, you set yourself up for failure. But if you don't tell anybody and, you know, you're the only one that's holding you accountable, um, obviously you can fail and it's no big deal. But for some reason, it seems like, you know, I got a week, you know, you you're, you're, you got this date in your mind. It's like, okay, I've got a month and I'm going to tell everybody I've got a month, you know, right. like that. Yeah. Right. I, when, when I stopped, uh, when I stopped chewing, um, I went, I think I went three weeks, um, before I ever said anything to Brooke. And I'm surprised she didn't notice because there wasn't some nasty ass spit bottle around the house or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, but I, she just didn't, you know, and I just, I felt like I was going to jinx myself if I had said something before. Right. Um, it also helped that for whatever reason, that first week, I, I guess because internally I made the decision, you know, it wasn't just like, oh, I need to do this. I just, yeah, it, that was the time. And that first week was a piece of cake. And so every week after that, the, the next three weeks were pretty rough, but I had chewed for 20 years and it was like, Okay, I just went a week, you know. Yeah. So I That's can go crazy. another week. Yeah. Right. Know? And I can I can go another week. Yeah. You know? And and that that's how. We, but come to find out, um, my grandmother, uh, the one that's still alive, one hundred year old grandmother, um, she had smoked for several several years, and she had one day just made the decision that she was going to quit, and she just quit. So goes, that's, that's awesome. Crazy. So I was like, okay. I have Makes an addictive sense. personality. That's hard for me to, to say no to stuff. Yeah. I mean, would you say that you have an addictive personality? Uh, as far as sugar and soda goes, well, yeah. yeah I, I, mean, guess, I guess everyone has their vice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, because I, you're here, I've, I've sat here and drank two beers, but I don't drink at home. I drink here, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I drink, mm-hmm. or I drink at a show or stuff like that. Yeah. And, right. and, and the times that I have, you know, oh, I feel like a beer, you know, at home. I get about halfway through it and I'm like, yeah. It's just not the same. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's not a show. Well, yeah. I mean, there's just there. But at the same time, it's like I would hate to do a show without having a beer. You know, at least one beer, you know, right, before right. the show or mm-hmm. or something like that. At this point, it's tradi- tradition. So, I don't know. Now you've made me want to have a beer. There's one uh, left. Is there one left? Do you want left? it? No, go ahead. So I'm not going to drink the last beer now. I feel bad. No, drink it. It's okay. Do it. No. 
no, no, peer, no, no peer pressure. No I'm peer gonna, pressure. Everyone's just I'm staring. Stand you. up to the peer pressure. Yeah. <laughs> won't do it. <laughs> That's Can't funny. make me. Yeah, I thought we had more, but apparently we went through a few more at practice last time. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It does. It does. Working hard on new music. It happens. Yeah. Working hard or hardly working. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Both. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> It starts as one and ends as the other. I'll leave you to decide when you hear the album. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Right. Uh, perfect. I will let you guys know. <laughs> oh, they were hardly working there. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get a good yeah. northern accent when you do it. Yeah, that's oh, really good. Hey, I, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. Yeah, well, I spent a lot of summers in Minnesota. Oh, or, excuse okay. me. Minnesota. 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 Yeah. Minnesota. They got them I hard O's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't you know? Don't you know? That's getting a little further north of the border, don't you know? But Oh, you yeah. Know, yeah. You know there, uh, buddy guy. Uh, guy buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your buddy guy. <laughs> uh, so, have you caught any good movies lately? They're in short supply this year, but um, anything uh, jump out at you. What's the one, the Jack Nicholson one? The one that flew over the cuckoo's yeah. nest? Oh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest? That's a good one. Yeah. I haven't, I've never saw that. Yeah. I never, I never yeah. saw that one. That's very yeah. country of me. Uh, so, <laughs> Sorry. <yeah. laughs> I've never seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> did you, so did. Never have did, seen that one there. Yeah. <laughs> never saw that. <laughs> this is the Midwest. She's from Texas. It's allowed. Don't you know? It is. Don't you know? <laughs> don't you know? Yeah, don't you know? <laughs> Isn't it weird? You know, it's because technically, wouldn't, you know, wouldn't uh, like Minnesota oh, you're talking follow, about the fall movie. in Midwest? <laughs> yeah. I so think so. Texas, the, the, the difference between a Texas dialect to a Minnesota. Right. Minnesotan, Minnesotan dialect. Hey, y'all. How are we doing down here? <laughs> Are we good or are we really good? Like, see, yeah. I'd love, to, I'd love to have a summer home in Minnesota, and then winters in Texas. That would be that would be good. Oh, for that, me. yeah, yeah, that would be good for That'd me. That'd be really nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I Texas weather is insane. It's a long ass drive, but you know, might yeah. be worth it. I don't know. Like Texas weather is just it's too much, way too much for me. Yeah. Yes, because it's in just, what way? Like in the well, summertime. Yeah, but it's just so bipolar. Like, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> he, he, he spent one year, one year in the middle of the country. I I'll know, I'm sure. Bipolar. I know, I know. It's just like, the Texas has that that reputation for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially I, I, Dallas. I think I think every state has that reputation. Yeah. To the people that live in that state. To, yeah. You know? yeah. I would, I would, yeah. Because yeah. it's just like one, like in the morning, it'll be really nice and pretty. And then two hours later, hail in a tornado and like yeah. all these crazy things. Like, and it's not even in the forecast. Like you don't even know how to prepare. So it's kind of like, mm, okay. But like this year, especially like we had snow on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, really weird. But wow. and I think the other part of it is that people like go insane. If right. there's rain, if there's <laughs> snow, like people I had never seen so many snow pictures in my life on Facebook. As soon as I logged in on that Sunday, I was like, okay. Well, and what's great is areas that don't get snow very often. There there are literally people there that have never experienced snow. Yeah. 
and to be on the road with them. Yeah. No, it's awful. Yes. I asked Travis, I was like, (laughs) hey, do you know how to drive in snow? And he was like, yes. I was like, so how do you do it? And he goes, just don't accelerate and you're good. And I was like, I think there's more than that, but we're just going to leave. We'll just leave it at that. That's fine. <laughs> you kind of got to accept You just idle everywhere. That's it. You just kick out the floorboards and go Flintstones on Flintstones, it. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy. And we were at church when it was happening. So I was just kind of sitting there like looking out the window yeah. and it's snowing. It was really pretty, but it's so pretty to look at. Oh, it's gorgeous. And, and I just want to stay inside. That. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go anywhere. And if, and that day we had like things to do. So right. I was kind of like kicking myself in the butt like, for uh, it. But I mean, we got to hang out with family and stuff. So it was fine. But um, I just like, I just remember in the morning, I was like, I just want to go lay in bed, like open up all the windows. Not, I mean, not open them up, but like, like the curtains, the blinds yeah, or whatever. Yeah, blinds. And, and just like sit and watch, like read a good book, have some hot chocolate and just, you yeah. know, just watch because yeah. it's so pretty. We, uh, we had our full family Christmas on January 2nd mm-hmm. and, and we had snow that day and we had great big snowflakes. Um, and oh, so, cool. so we took the, took the boys out and they, every year we get pictures of them all four together. Um, and so we did that when it was snowing. It was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even rain in Texas though, you don't want to be on the road Yeah. when it's raining in Texas. Well, that's because everybody's driving 95. That's not true though. <laughs> okay. I mean, we 85. do know what we do. I mean, I'm, I will, I'm the first one to admit I'm a little speedy Gonzalez on the road. I'm, that was great. I'm very <laughs> fast. Great, especially when you get to downtown Dallas because oh. it's like six freaking lanes and it's like, yeah. People are just ready to go places, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's and and doing it at night. Oh, that's the scary part, though. Oh, no, I mean, there's no traffic. No, there's no traffic, and it's yeah. awesome. Like yeah. after shows, oh mm. my gosh, I was like, boom, I wanted to go home. But um, when it's raining, people just all of a sudden don't know how to function. Yeah, and that's like in everything. Yeah. So like rain, um, people don't walk outside because yeah. it's raining. But it's like just walk, just like go to your car. I'd rather go to my car and be dry in 20 minutes, like on my way home, than be stuck in a Walmart for 20 minutes waiting for the rain to end. Yeah. Yeah. That gets expensive too. Because you just stand there and you're like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. Yeah. I guess I'll take this. Start impulse buying. I guess I'll take this too. You know, yeah. I've talked about getting that pasta maker. Let's go back and look at that. (laughs) This DVD player is on sale. It's a really good deal. I do that. Like if something's on like a really good deal, yeah. I'll just buy it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any right. DVDs. I got all blue, but you know, I might get one. I might need one someday. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hoarder talking right there. Right, right. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, but uh, sorry. And we had our little weather tangent. Yes. Um, but it was going to, what I was going to say is after one flew over the cuckoo's nest, did you watch Ratchet on Netflix? No, everyone's telling me to watch it. I just that's haven't a, that's watched it. a prequel. What? To One Flew Over the <gasps> Cuckoo's Nest. Are you serious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I can't tell you much about it. I only caught bits and pieces. Brooke watched all of it. Did she like it? Yeah, she liked it a lot. I'm going to have to watch it yeah. now. I know Sarah Paulson. Paulson is in it, and I really, really, really like her. She's very good. What She's is a very good actress. Yeah, what is it about really good actresses, or not actresses, but actors in general here lately that have speech impediments? Because she's got yeah. this subtle yeah, little, she, and that she does. that, that uh, Ben Mendelsohn, 
that's been in everything like Rogue One and uh, Talos in Captain Marvel. And uh, I never saw Captain Marvel. Uh, well, the director Krennic in Rogue One, the main bad oh, guy. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's been popping up in everything. He's got this subtle little speech impediment. Hmm. Really? Yeah, I didn't I never notice noticed. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. To, I've uh, never noticed that. Yeah. I mean, it's not a big deal. No, but no. They, they, <laughs> it, it kind of jumps out at, at you. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's cool I, in a way. It's kind of a humanizing element. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just, especially with director Krennic, it kind of pulled me out a little bit. I'm like, yeah, mm. I just, I don't feel threatened by that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, what other really good actors have that? Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> What? Oh, she doesn't know. Oh, she doesn't know. Am I showing oh. my age? No, we're no, probably we're showing, showing our age. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, a comedian. There's a Police Academy movies. I yeah, guess always that was probably oh, okay. the most famous. Yeah, I know of Police Academy yeah. those yeah. movies. One Crazy never... Summer. You remember that one? I don't think I ever watched John that. Cusack. I love John Cusack. And Demi Moore. John Cusack's a fantastic freaking actor. He can be. He's. I'm not saying he's always in great movies, but yeah, I think he's, that he's a really good actor. He, in my he's opinion. kind of falling into the the Nick Cage trap right now. He's doing a lot yeah. of straight to I know. straight to streaming crap. The problem is, is he doesn't have the pizzazz that Nick Cage has. So I yeah I went back and uh, it kept coming up on my feed. It's the one called Primal. I don't know if you've seen it on Primal. Netflix. Mm-mm. Yeah, but you know. It's just some random Nick Cage movie. Anyway, I watched it. it was not uh, was not was not terrible. Um, a lot of it was phoned in. But uh, what what set that all off is I watched the one called Mom and Dad. Have you seen that one? No. Mm-hmm. It has something to do with I can't remember if it was a, a virus or a phone signal or something. But it sets all the world's parents against their kids. I mean, wanting to kill their kids. So, you got Nick Cage in a movie like that. Wow. <laughs> and he just like pulls out all the stops and goes goes nuts. I mean, it was great. Um, yeah, super fun. I love it when him going batshit crazy works for the role. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But so, so, I watched that and then I, I was like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to watch some of these bad, you know, straight streaming movies. And I kind of fell into a, a Nick Cage trap for a few hours. It was kind of fun. Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what I'm saying is that, uh, you know, um, John Cusack doesn't have that flair. So it's like if it's a phoned-in performance, then it's just, eh, yeah, you know. Um, it's kind of like, I, I, I wouldn't even compare I wouldn't even compare it to, like, the countless Bruce Willis movies that he's in like 30 seconds but you know he makes it to the scabbard and probably gets a million dollars for it but, right um, I that's i you know <laughs> that nice. i do a really bad movie for a million dollars let's go for it sign, <laughs> me up. sign me up for 10 of those yeah. <laughs> yeah that one that one's i don't know there's something about him doing those <laughs> that makes sense um but feels like it feel uh, they all feel like sellout i mean come on um, but his just seems like it's, it's strategy. Mm. Uh, Nick Cage, 
again, it's almost like just because, you know, mm, I, I just yeah. feel like doing a movie. <laughs> Let's just do this one. It's pretty good impression. I like it. <laughs> and then, uh, but but John Cusack, it feels like it's out of desperation. Mm. And maybe yeah. that's because I that's like really him sad. better than the that's, rest of them. Yeah. You know? yeah. So when he's doing crappy stuff, it it feels like desperation. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Have, speaking of desperation, have you guys seen Wonder Woman? The new one. I have not yeah. seen the new yeah. one yet. I mean, I'm a little scared. You wouldn't too. be missing out much if you didn't watch it. Uh, that's kind of what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. it's it's it, a little out there. I th- I th- I thought it was a good movie. Um, there just wasn't a whole lot of Wonder Woman, mm. right? You know, there was a ton of Diana. Yeah, and I I think I think she does that role very well. And I thought a lot of the things that a lot of the things that people complain about, like with Chris Pine and stuff like that, I thought that was giving given the context. I thought it was believable. Yeah. Um, and then I thought Kristen Wiig was great. Kristen Wiig did a lot better than I imagined yeah. her to do. Um, she was, at times she kind of looked prettier. Yeah. Than Gal Gadot. Yeah. yeah. Really. There were moments. There were moments. Very very true to form. 80s way yes yeah yes. okay yeah because gal ghetto didn't really she her look through that had hints of 80s but she just kind of kept this timeless yeah female yeah. look through the whole thing and Kristen wig she was just full 80s man the only thing that was yeah. missing were freaking leg warmers <laughs> yeah. nice yeah and, you know, it was great um I'll have to give it a shot. I'll I, I was, uh, I, I think I was most impressed by uh, Pedro Pascal because when I saw the trailer and him with this blonde wig and, you know, he didn't have the, he's cleanly shaven. He's different than the Mandalorian. Well, for sure. or anything or else like I've seen him in, you know, um, you know, I didn't think I was going to like him. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't say I really liked him. Uh, but I thought the character was good. Yeah, he did really well at executing yeah. the character. One hundred percent. You, it was very believable. Of like, a, oh, this guy's like. Uh, kind I, th- I think of he's got to wear the helmet and everything he does from now on. <laughs> right? Oh no! No. <laughs> um, no. I, I mean, it would I think bring a lot of money. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think the movie was a little too long. Mm, mm-hmm. And I think the narrative kind of went off the rails a few times. Mm. Uh, it, it it just felt kind of sloppy. Yeah. Um I think I think had they tightened it up. It would have been you know, a by pretty decent movie. 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Um but the biggest problem was that it just wasn't enough Wonder Woman. Yeah. The beginning sequence was awesome. Where with they're her all as a in the girl, yeah. You know, her, but yeah. I I didn't understand where that came into play in the movie. Exactly. It ju- it all had to do with the whole the truth. Mm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to Give oh yeah, we can't him. we can't really spoil oh, yeah. it. Sorry, yeah. no, that's all right. Sorry, but, and and so that was a really long, elaborate sequence. Yeah, for a very, it was the core of the movie, but it was the lesson that she learned mm-hmm. from this thing at the beginning. Oh, um, okay. But and it was really cool. But it, yeah. <laughs> you know, in in the grand scheme of things, kind of convoluted. But well, I took Amanda to go see that movie for her fifteenth birthday. Because we both thought, oh, why not? It'll be fun or whatever. Yeah. And at, at the 
I mean, at first, all these ratings were like, oh, it's so good. It's amazing. Everyone's going to love it. It's Wonder Woman 1 just yeah. revamped to 80s or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Um, we got to the theater, probably made it like 45 minutes to an hour into it. And then she was like, can we go? Oof. I'm a little, oh, I'm no. on board. So I think it got like, it got good ratings for people who really like like the DC comics or our big DC fans, yeah, you know, yeah. but then people like my sister, that generation just hated it, hated it tore it to pieces. And I don't, mm. I don't really understand. Like, I mean, I, you can look past some of the, the faults. Yeah. I mean, it looked better than the first one. My biggest gripe about all the DC stuff has been, there's always been this element of almost cartoonish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like in um, what was it? Batman versus Superman, the big baddie at the end of that, I would have sworn that that was one of the characters out of one of the, the live action Scooby-Doo movies. Really? <laughs> I just, just the animation with it. It just, Let, I will tell you, I, I haven't I seen any DC movies. movies other than Wonder Woman. Yeah. That's the only DC movie I've watched. You're not missing out a whole lot. Um, That's what I've been I generally don't like the DC stuff, but I liked the first Wonder Woman movie a lot. Yeah. yeah. I liked that one a lot. Yeah. Um, Man of Steel was good. It's Henry Cavill. I think that's why I don't watch him. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I get why girls think he's attractive, but I just don't. I can't jump on that train. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm just not I'm not there. Not 100. I don't know. I grew up with Christopher Reeve, and so I think same. that's where because I've watched he's always going to be my Superman. Yeah, you know. Now I thought Henry Cavill in The Witcher was, was so great. Good. I, I thought, I thought yeah, so great. He fit yeah. that really well. Yeah. So I read the book. I knew the show was coming out. So I went through all the oh, books. Did you read the books? I listened to the. Oh, you books. listened to. Well, did I you listen- like it though? Yeah, okay. I did. I did. I liked them. Um, did you play the games? Or game? I've, I don't know. I've I do have like the third one, mm-hmm. and I've played it a little bit, mm-hmm. but I never got super into it. Yeah, but uh, I wouldn't know any I of this stuff. The, I just all I like my friends books, are guys. But <laughs> he he really did capture the way that I viewed Geralt of Rivia. I would agree. I yeah. just what I loved about that series is he he pulled the he pulled the the up scaled version of ron perlman's oh crap in hell 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 boy yeah, you know, yeah. Like, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it was good oh it's gonna get good now yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um i think the i think the superman thing um he couldn't he's he's too strong too pronounced too strong a jaw um you know that was the thing christopher reeve and even uh brandon ruth had they had that vulnerability in in the Clark Kent yeah. side mm-hmm. of things mm-hmm. that I don't think Henry Cavill could no. could sell. No, mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, I don't think he's bad in the role by any means, but you know, it was like a. Mm. What do you think about Ben Affleck as Batman? <sighs> Couldn't get on that train either. I, I didn't care. Oh, I mean, at that point, yeah. I just really didn't care. I don't know, Christian Bale. Yeah. For me, is, yeah. is Batman. He's I don't, Batman. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Christian Bale and Michael Keaton. Those, yes, are, those are my I Batmans. Agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how Robert Pattinson's going to do, though. Yeah. That's my sister's I mean, husband. It's Batman. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to, I'm probably going to complain. And, you say your uh, sister's married to him? 
Okay, like what are you talking about? Yeah, she's fifteen, so she loves <laughs> oh, him. Oh, yeah, oh, she I, has him on like the back of her phone, like oh, a sticker yeah. of him. Like it, she's obsessed right now, but right. I mean, it's just a. I think it's a phase. I mean, she could come back in five years and say it's not a phase. <laughs> I really love him. God, don't let her watch the lighthouse. Oh, I didn't. I started watching that movie what in movie? the theater. The lighthouse. Okay. Have you watched it yet? No. No. <sighs> Best thing about that is Willem Dafoe. I would agree. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love Robert Pattinson, but it was just a little like, what? Like I, I left early yeah. that movie. I don't, mm. I don't um, have a fear of leaving early in movies. Yeah. It's like, if I'm not enjoying it, then why am I here? That was one of those movies. I was like, mm, all right. I don't really like this. So you, pr- you probably didn't make it to the really freaky shit. Then. I probably, I saw the last thing I remember was like the mermaid. Okay. And I couldn't take that seriously. I was kind of like, all right, I don't know if I, it it got weird. Did it with, really? It got really weird with the mermaid. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Oh. If you've ever had questions about mermaid anatomy, they were answered in that movie. Well, okay. Yeah. And they're compatible. Really? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But do you feel bad for the people who make those movies? Or mm. think of like are they okay? <sighs> well, the guy that made that is uh-huh. the one that made the witch. Oh, so, you know, he's to me, that's a very super pretentious guy. Yeah. You know, he's hardcore um, getting the, the, the period right. Um, Cause I thought the witch was boring as shit. Really? Yeah, I, was, I loved it. I thought I, you know, I thought as far as a period piece goes, it was dead on. Cause it was very boring. Ain't at nothing times. happening. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. ending freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, eh, no, it's <laughs> uh, But anyway, so I I don't know. This is probably what twenties, thirties, the lighthouse. Yeah, I would maybe even earlier. Yeah. So, but you're you're talking like a old seafaring New Englander, Willem Dafoe. Okay. I, I mean, every stereotypical. Yar here, here to your heart. You know, it's, oh, and he uh, does it so effortlessly. He nails it. I mean, it's. <laughs> it's worth watching the movie at least for him just for, for his a while per- just performance. for his, his performance yeah. right on um and then if you have questions about mermaids you know stick it out <laughs> i i do yeah, do I you really <laughs> deep burning questions about you'll be disappointed oh, oh. really prosthetics yeah it just ain't oh, right okay. <laughs> ew <laughs> <laughs> right. i mean at least it's in black and white yeah yeah that's true <laughs> that's the only good thing about that movie mm-hmm. well and william defoe but I love William Defoe. He's he does no wrong. Yeah, he really does. I mean, even shitty movies and little parts, they he owns them. You know, he really does. He's really a chameleon. It. Yes, he's kind of a freaky looking dude too. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes him so good. Mm-hmm. I would say <laughs> Steve Buscemi also looks a little freaky. Yeah. yeah. But not in a scary way. No. Yeah. Willem Dafoe like, like, scary. Like, so it's like, oh, yeah. okay. Like, uh, the, was he the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire? The, yeah, was it he the dad? The Green Goblin. The Green Goblin, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's where I was, because yeah. that's like the first time I saw one of his movies. It was those Spider-Man movies, or just yeah. the one. And yeah, he. I was always like, he looks a little creepy. Like, yeah. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> and then had a kid with like James Franco. Okay. It's believable. Right. <laughs> we need to see the mom. Yeah. Yeah. The mom must have been like a supermodel. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought he was a great Norman Osborn, and I'd, and I'd love to see him 
get pulled back into the MCU somehow. Yeah, it'd be cool. Or brought into the MCU somehow. Right, right. Uh, Which it sounds like they're going to try and do some weird multiverse stuff, bringing Garfield and Mm -hmm. um, Tobey Maguire back. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, kind of a multiverse type thing. Oh, okay. Talked like Jamie Foxx coming back as Electro. Mm -hmm. Just uh, Doc Ock. Alfred Molina, mm-hmm. although he died, I you know I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah, I don't know. I guess the comic books would do stuff like that all the time. Well, I, I so, mean, yeah. yeah, that's it. I mean, do we want it to be like comic books, or do we want yeah, <laughs> to be like kind yeah. of stepped up a notch? Yeah. You know, I mean, that you know they always talk about uh, if Robert Downey Jr. is to come back as Iron Man, is that going to take away from his death? Well, yes. Uh, yeah. I think it mm-hmm. would. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, then you start talking about all this multiverse stuff, then it could be another Tony Stark. You know? Yeah, but still. But that's another thing. They're all, I think it sounds like uh, with the Doctor Strange movie um, in the multiverse of madness, um, mm. they're going to try and uh, so like, you know, whenever somebody is, is cast, others are rejected, right? So I think they're going to try and pull in some of these actors that didn't get the part or even turn oh. down the part. But, you know, yeah. uh, so like we may get a a cameo of like Tom Cruise as Tony Stark because he was up for it. Really? Yeah. Um, I can't remember some of the other ones, but see, you know, that's a that's a good way of doing it. I think it would. I be, think. Yeah. I think it would really, really be fun if they brought um, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Terrence Howard, back as as Rhodey since they replaced him. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I think there's probably still some bad blood there. Probably, but, yeah. But that would be funny. I like that. Like That's that. a good way of doing that if they did do that. Like get all the rejects and Matt, let's bring get them you in. on the MCU team. Yeah, I, I mean, to, shoot. I need to be a bad guy. They need us. Hmm? I need to be a bad guy. Oh, no. I meant like in part of like the, the pitch team. Yeah, yeah. The pitch team. The, yeah. We would make the them writers. millions of dollars, if not billions. Yeah. I want It's in, really Matt's idea. <laughs> I, I want in Lucasfilm. Uh, oh. That's where I want. So, all okay. Right. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Honestly, um, or TV show, um, it's probably going to be Rogue One. Really, yeah. that's the one I fell asleep in. It is. It is a cross between Rogue One and The Empire Strikes Back. Okay, I mean, so none of the new the no. trilogy, you know, like that. No, had a lot of problems with it. Yeah, what was the worst thing about those three movies? Uh, the ending. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, no, um, no plan. Mm-hmm. You know that's the that's the thing about the Mandalorian. I guarantee you, season two was planned before they even started shooting season one. I, yeah, um, and they made it. You know, they came into it gradually. Yeah. Um, the Mandalorian's some of the best Star Wars we've had for a long, long time. Very, very authentic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think. It feels like my childhood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, well, and I, I would say that uh, that Solo is way up there because Solo what? felt like old Star Wars. To I me. did like Solo. Yeah. It was an adventure. You know? I agree. Um, so, but me always leaning a little towards the dark, um, Empire Strikes Back was always my favorite. Uh, 
Rogue One is is very bleak, um, but I, I love the, and and it's delivered dark. It's like adult Star Wars. Solo is kid Star Wars, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but the thing about Rogue One is that there's ultimately there's nobody special in it. Yeah. And yet it shows the stakes behind the rebellion. Yeah. I mean, it, it actually yeah. it actually adds so much more to the original trilogy because you kind of get a feel. And, you know, I think that the Andor series, if they will continue with the way the character was presented in Rogue One, where he's not always a good guy. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, then that's, that series will be really good. Yeah, I agree with your assessment. You lost on me on that. that. I don't know what that Cassian Andor was uh, one of the main characters in that movie, but he's getting his own oh. TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it'll be a prequel oh, to I've Rogue heard, One. I've heard of it from yeah. friends yeah. who are obsessed. I am actually excited for Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Right? I think that oh, that one's going to be really cool. <clears throat> and that's the one that the. Director of Wonder Woman, one, oh, one and two. Is that um, Patty Jenkins? Yeah, Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Yes, and and I love the the kind of like the pitch trailer that that they delivered, where she was like, you know, my my father was a fighter pilot, and you know, I've always wanted to do you know something you know about that, and you know, just always waiting for the perfect thing, mm. and and this is it, you know. Heck yeah. I mean, we're talking Star Wars, we're talking jets. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it'll be cool. Yeah, I um What a time I, to be alive. I fell really? asleep during the Mandalorian multiple times. But I still cried at the end. Mm. And not like a cute cry, like a uh, like a tear, but like a <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know? I I, I was yeah. that way when Ahsoka Tano hit the screen. I was like, oh, so, so what show was she? What what was that? Was it um, Clone de- Wars? Yeah, she debuted yep. in Clone Wars. Okay, um, and then she popped up in Rebels. Okay, because yeah. I yeah. remember watching that at Clone Wars mm-hmm. every now and then. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't pay attention to it. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but I'll pay yeah. attention every now and then. And that was when I was like, I really like her. And then she showed up, and they did great on her costume. Yeah, like they yeah, just yeah. did a fantastic job. Yeah. It, the the coolest thing about that character is that that is the one and only character that that fans have ever gotten to watch grow yeah. as completely right you know as any others um, because throughout that Anakin and Obi Wan were pretty much the same mm-hmm. you know um, and then you know Anakin's arc was over the three movies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you had seasons of watching and, and, you know, she was a small girl to start with and you saw her become a woman by, I remember when I had no idea she was going to pop up in rebels and she popped up and I screamed like a little girl. (laughs) (laughs) She was so cool. She is my favorite character. Yeah. Out of all of Star Wars, I think a lot of people would agree. Yeah, with that. she's just and what's so what's so funny is so many people disliked her when she first showed up because she was just like this whiny little, or yeah. not really whiny but cocky little uh, Padawan. And right. of course, you know, you had to make some exceptions because Anakin was never a master. You know, yeah, um, 
So there was some, but you know, it was in wartime. So it was kind of like, you know, the rule of two on the Sith side was thrown out the window because you had Ventress and then later on the Inquisitors and, you know, yeah. so, I mean, maybe they're not technically Sith, but come on. Yeah. Pretty they got red lightsabers though. and they're bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I would love to uh, get a live action Ventress. Yes. Yep. That'd be badass. Yeah. I, uh, I'm pretty saw. sure by the by the Mandalorian timeline, though, she's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it would have to be somewhere in the, the Rogue One era. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be cool. Because there's a whole storyline with her falling in love with a Jedi after she left. Um, and then he ends up going bad, but comes back. And long story short, she sacrifices herself to save him. Oh yeah! So oh, I mean, it would be Romeo and Juliet. It would be a really cool story. Yeah. yeah, to to see played out. Wow. Yeah, Quinlan Voss, I think, was the Jedi. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I haven't read the story. I've just got like the cliff notes. There's just so many like Star Wars like stories that you can just make into really good well, movies. What was it? I know it's 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 a pretty it's a deep little overwhelming. Universe. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, there was uh, so I had a temporary song title um that i'd shared with the guys for one of the demos and it was 1l19 okay yeah we'll get back to 1l19 okay okay um but anyway um daryl what what did daryl respond with because it was just after the mandalorian it was like uh, I, think, yeah, I think he said a tk something tk119 something, or, or, or something, something like, like that, that yeah. and so then i was like well tk421 because that's who han solo is talking to in a new hope you know when they hit the prison oh it was like TK421, respond, or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, God, where was I going with it? Uh, <laughs> like 1L19. 1L19. Yeah, when right. you said 1L19, you, you're like, what's that from? I was like, I was thinking maybe oh, yeah, that was okay. The- so, anyway, I, uh, after I responded with TK421, I was like, I'm going to Google search TK1 or 119 or whatever. I think it was t- just TK19, I think. Anyway, there was a Wikipedia or a Star Wars Wikipedia entry came up for an actual stormtrooper with that designation. So, and wow. I mean, I, he didn't do like anything special. Yeah. But I, I, you could probably put TK whatever you wanted, and there's going to be an some... entry for a stormtrooper. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but anyway, um, when is too much or when, when is that? Yeah, I think we've, I think that, have we reached it? I think we reached, reached it right there with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But so he was, he was trying to, he was thinking maybe that I was making a, a Star Wars reference. And then um, Quentin chimed in with something else that was another sci fi thing. But the thing is, is 1L19 mm-hmm. is the uh, police officer designation for the guy that, that radios in after, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger gets run over in the Terminator. And then, oh. then he, the, the Terminator gets up and slams him and, yeah. or, and then drives off in his car. And he's like, 1L19. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. You got a crossover there. Yeah. A little bit. That's going to be a song title though. 1L19. Nice. Yeah. Why not? Get a little sneak preview. <laughs> you know what I just thought of? Because we were talking about Star Wars and stuff. Do we ever talk about Star Wars? What? Um, oh, did anybody say Baby Grogu? Baby Grogu. Oh. Grogu. Over there with the xenomorph. I love Baby Grogu. I'm, I'm waiting for him to reach over and just eat yep. it. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> um, it was funny. We were we were, like we were watching it, and I was just like, "If he grabs another one of those eggs and eats it, I'm gonna be so <laughs> mad at him." Oh, it cracked me up because the the backlash the next day was like, "He's eating their children," or you know, like they're unfertilized eggs. Yeah, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. We had an omelet. Have you had scrambled eggs in the morning? Because I mean, guess what? Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a bummer, but. Okay. <laughs> Baby got to eat. <laughs> um, guy we went to school with, Adam Hazelwood, is, uh, what's the organization um, where they, they all dress up like dark side people and, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, the, the thing I was thinking of was, was 501st, but those yes, are- Yes, yes. Oh. He's, really? he, he's in the 501st. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought those are clones, right? Um, or or, or maybe it, they cosplay everything and just go under that designation. But I thought they were. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I no, I think were. that's it. But it's like it's basically all dark sider people. Huh. He's got like several, uh, like a stormtrooper. Yeah, and, and uh, I think like a Tie Fighter pilot. Yeah, or, some, or something outfit, something that's like cool. that. Um, but he's really, really active in that in Wichita. Yeah. Wow. I, I would absolutely love to have a stormtrooper's uniform. Actually, a scout trooper. Yeah, right? Yeah. That'd be cool. Actually, all of them. All of them. <laughs> I want it all. <laughs> all of them. Even just the helmets, you know? I mean, it, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like you know, growing up, I, I grew up through Star Wars, and I was still probably 10 when Jedi came out. And so I still kind of in the toy phase, but there were so many years in between Star Wars that I really got into G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. right? And so um, it's kind of like with the Empire, the Cobra Command, you know, I always like gravitated to them, not so much because they were the bad guys. They just had kick-ass uniforms, you know? Yeah. They had the helmets and stuff like that. And, no, you know, so they're cool, dude. I mean, yeah, I mean, the Rebellion and the Joes are cool because they all have their individual identities, but you know what? Seeing a sea of stormtroopers is badass. Yeah, it's yeah. a different feeling yeah. than uh yeah. And the, and then the way that you know, like the stormtrooper helmet and the Tie Fighter pilot and the ADAT pilot, how they and even even the the scout troopers and the snow troopers. There's all this common theme that you can tell that right. they, they all belong to that same family. And then, wow, we went really off the deep end here. Yeah. Yeah. Where did we start? So what? what we actually we, started with you putting out an album. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I want to know what you nerd out about. Obviously, we nerd about out about Star Wars and stuff. I don't know. She's keeping up with it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, you definitely kind of. are. I'm trying. No, you're doing great. <laughs> I, I just have uh, friends who are really into it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, now you have goals. Well, besides yeah, besides <laughs> music, is there anything that you just like kind of really get into and? Um, health and fitness for sure. I've yeah. always been, yeah, this year's been, I think it's been weird for everyone, but, or 2020 was weird for everyone. But, um, since I can remember, I've been very into, um, fitness, um, maybe to a fault. Um, but, um, health is also a big thing. I've done a lot of research over the last three, four years on just like what to put in your body, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I was diagnosed with a, uh, with GERD 
at 18, which... I have no idea what that is. It's... Hold on, I have to say it. Like, it's it's kind of like... <laughs> gastrointestinal esophageal reflux disease. Oh, okay. So... Like acid reflux. It's yeah. like a a, extremely chronic. Um, man-made, so I did it myself, um, kind of Sugar. disease. Sugar, ca- uh, carbonated sodas, waters, whatever. Um, lots of fried foods. Mm. Um, that's what got me. And then citrusy foods like tomatoes. Um, that I still eat because I don't care. Um, <laughs> when you cut the 99% of your diet out, you can leave 1% for that sure. little something that you like. But um, I kind of wanted to make that change. And so looked into like healthier options for myself and then stumbled upon what actually happens when you eat chicken or what's in chicken really. Basically like the factory farms will just pump up chickens yeah. with sodium so they can get more of a profit in a right. way heavier right so I, I mean i was sitting there like i'm eating grilled cheese grilled oh my gosh sorry grilled chicken not cheese i mean grilled cheese is really good yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> um and grilled chicken every day i'm eating broccoli i'm eating you know just extremely bland foods and i'm just not getting any better and so um decided to go vegetarian and then went vegan shortly after um, so that's kind of been like my other hobby. It's like just trying to cook for myself because I don't know what I'm doing. Like I can't, <laughs> yeah. vegan's really hard. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's hard to figure out and, and keep things different. Yes. To, you know, yeah. Yes. That's been really difficult. Although I am a, a creature of habit. I like, I like being, um, I like having the same things every day um, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I like having like a set schedule of like, okay, mm-hmm. it's 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Go get your protein shake. Okay. Go to class. Okay here's this, you know? So, um, those, I mean, it's all been again, and I'm not perfect. So it kind of fluctuates every now and then, like sometimes I'll have to give in and like, especially when we're on the road. Oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. Like people think that when you say you're vegan or vegetarian, it's like, okay, here's some carrots. Have at it, you know. <laughs> no, or here's it's a some more mashed potatoes. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, where's my protein? Cause I'm not getting right. protein from carrots and carrots alone. Yeah, I mean, they it, have some source of protein but not a lot right yeah so, to get all the nutrients that you need from plants you do yes. have to put a lot of thought into it for yes sure. absolutely and there's like you know impossible burgers and things like that that yeah. make it easy but um when i'm traveling stuff i don't try yeah. oh it's good is it the uh the the one i had at at wall burgers mm-hmm. was really good impossible um, i did try oh wait, no King. yeah yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I did, did try like the it? one. N- not as good as the Wahlburgers. Mm-hmm. There was something that was just off. Yeah. About that one. Yeah. Um, and then I've made uh, some some black black bean patties. Ooh, that, I love that were black pretty bean good. Um, especially if you don't treat it like a burger. Treat it yeah. treat it more like uh, you know do it with salsa or do it something kind of Mexican related that yeah. it makes it really good. Um, but there are, there are subtle little hints that's like, it is kind of beefy. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's kind of weird, you know, cause you get yeah. that out of the bean. Um, but uh, just some of the, the seasonings in it, it just doesn't ketchup and mustard just doesn't work on top of it. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. It's yeah. hard to find the good balance of, yeah. of all of it. And but then to get the nutrients or, or yeah. even ranch really would probably go over it pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe barbecue. Yeah. Um, Oof, but then, really then you're, then you're talking about adding sugar. 
Right, um, right. Which depending on what barbecue sauce you get. Yeah, you, know, like you said factory farm chickens and yes, like I've my wife and I came to the same conclusion about that stuff. We kind of went the other way though. We went toward uh, instead of going more plant based, we went like locally raised. Oh, I love it. Uh, Yes. More like actually more heavy on animal products. Absolutely. But, uh, free of all, all of that stuff. Yeah. Like and it, that's, lo- local farms. Yes. Um, and that's regenerative what I've been agriculture. I've been pushing that for a long time. Like, especially even with my, my core group of people, like, especially my parents. Like, mm-hmm. I just really worry about how sick these animals really are and yeah. how they're treated is a whole other. I mean, I have a, the, and this is the only reason why I'm like, I am the way that I am now. Um, I, I went vegetarian for health reasons and health reasons alone. I went vegan because I realized how bad these animals are being treated. Mm-hmm. And I got a cat two, two, almost three years ago. He's two and a half. And I, we found him at a Chick-fil-A parking lot and we lured him in with a chicken nugget. And <laughs> so his name is Nugget and he is the sweetest cat ever. He's like the first pet I've truly ever owned and have said is mine. And that just turned it just turned my life around of like, wait, but like, I love this cat. So like if someone tried to do something to him, I think I would kill someone first. Like I'd be like, uh, uh, (laughs) I will get in the way of my cat. And I don't know. I just, it made me realize like how much I loved animals in general, just Mm -hmm. the pure innocence of them. And they just want to do what they want to do. And you know, they don't know why they're here. I mean, there's so many like horror stories I've heard. Um, I've had friends who work at Chick-fil-A who have said some really, gnarly things about like how these chickens are yeah killed and things like and that's, that that's i mean that that is important for me to like i do like i do eat animal products but it's important to me that those animals get to live their lives though in yes. the the way that they're supposed to live yes. not not cooped up in small little areas crapping all over each yes. other being pumped full of stuff you know, and every, then they every get, single day until they're and when they, big enough to die. Yes. Yeah. And when they when they do when they are killed, it's done in a humane fashion. Oh yeah. You know, like it, a lot of those animals in the wild would be ki- killed brutally by another animal. But that's different. It, yeah, it, it, it's is. different. We're not they they weren't born and raised to be eaten the way that we eat them in the wild. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I, you also have people who say like, well, um, you know, if you don't see it, then just eat it. And I'm like, well, no, I don't, I don't want my money going towards something like that. Right. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I I mean, just some of the things like walking Phoenix, his documentaries are just insane. I just like, I remember crying the first time I saw the, I think it was called earthlings or something like, yeah, it was earthlings. That one really put it in perspective for me of like, oh my gosh, like I didn't realize like how bad these animals were being treated. And and you're right in that they're just being pumped with stuff all day, yeah. every day. And then there's like cannibalism going on within the right. the, the um, animal. It's just like, oh my gosh, this is not normal. Mm-hmm. And, and I think how, ma- how many illnesses and stuff are, do we ha- have as a population, you know, yes. because yeah. of these poor practices oh, yeah. well, and, and the worst part about it is it is the way it's done is it it's it's set up for losses but it it's a cause of its own losses yes you know you're gonna get animals that that die before and you, you, you can't sell that you know so yeah. that 
But then because there's so many and so much, how much meat is getting tossed? Because people, there aren't that many people buying it. I mean, people buy it, Mm -hmm. but they oversupply, I think. Yes. Yeah. I'll say veal is one that really freaks me out. Yeah. I've never had veal. And for the ethical reasons, I I can't Mm -mm. think that I ever would. But my, uh, um, well, Travis's um, parents had veal once. And I didn't know what it was. I was like, what is this? And then his dad told me, oh, it's baby cow. And I was like, what? Like, I, I, like I started crying. I was like, no. And I refused. They even eat duck and stuff. I refuse to eat duck because ducks are my favorite animals, second to cows. And I cannot, like, stand eating a duck. Like, I just think yeah. of my future duck and his it's name is It's not very good. It's really gamey. I just, <laughs> my future yeah. duck and his name is Steve. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait when we have a farm and I get to call little Steve over and just hang out with him or whatever. But I just, I don't know. I've, um, and I will say this has only been like maybe a year and a half change of like being outward, like outspoken about how animals are treated. It did not start off this, this whole vegetarian ride for me. It was purely Mm -hmm. for my health. Health was just a, um, you know, like a, plus on the side now for me it's like okay well i'm healthy but you know really it's for the animals you know and Mm -hmm. and sometimes i will fall off the wagon i do say like most of the time i consider myself a wannabe vegan because i do like cheese like grilled cheese or mozzarella sticks and stuff oh my gosh it's so good (laughs) but you know then i get back on track and i'm like well no you can't be doing that anymore you know you know every once in a while maybe but i just wish i could be that 150 percent vegan person that i want to be and that aspire to be it'll happen one day but every now and then you know Mm -hmm. so that's really as you can see that's another thing of mine that i really do like and i'm still in school um you know just trying to get myself through school on a musician's salary and (laughs) be vegan and it's not it's very (laughs) difficult but what are you studying in school so there's a couple things that i want to do i'm just kind of finishing up um, one of my degrees, but I'm, I don't know. It, it's a little bit between theology, maybe, um, could do music. Um, I've just, I've seen a lot of musicians who have gone to school for music in like their choice of instrument and don't really do much after like in right. the real world, like can't really find a good stable income. And I just, I don't want that for myself. Um, people make it happen, but the majority don't. And that's Mm -hmm. the sad part. So I kind of don't want that for myself either. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's between like teaching music, maybe, um, I'm doing music theory right now. I'm in music theory three, I think there's four. Mm -hmm. So it's kicking my butt, but you know, whatever. Um, I miss it. I took, I took theory and stuff in college. Yeah. And I, I love that. I don't do enough of it. It is. It's, it's very hard. hard. It's challenging. It's very yeah. challenging. It's like, oh, I have to think in the mind of a musician now. Okay, right, let's right. do this. It's very hard. But when you're writing all those cool backup harmonies, that really it's comes pretty, in handy. Yeah, it yeah. does come in handy, yeah. The music theory is like a mashup of math and language arts. It really is. I mean, that's, it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm okay. At this it's point. kind of like art and science meeting. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, yes. I'm good I, with math and I'm, I'm good with English. I don't do them together. <laughs> <laughs> I remember where my notes are. I remember some of like forte and all that shit. Intervals? Some of it. No, I never really did any of that. This was all high school band. Mm. The thing that's really um, getting me right now is the inverse intervals. Just like remembering the. Like the, a opposite of a major third is a minor sixth. Yeah. That kind of thing. That kind of thing. And it's okay. not like that it's hard, but it's just like, oh yeah, by the way, you have to memorize all of this. And it's like, oh, I don't. I don't remember what I had yesterday for lunch. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't. Okay, we'll, we'll see if this works. So, yeah. another weird thing is that, like, now all of my classes are online. So, that's, like, I was yeah, doing pretty hard. well. Yeah, I, like, music theory one is pretty easy for the most part. It's just like a rehash of fundamentals. And then you have, like, a good portion of it just being intervals. And then the rest is right. the hard stuff that leads you into music theory two. And I had both of those in class. So I was sitting there front row, paying attention, asking questions, whatever. And now I have music theory three and it's like, oh, everything's online. Good luck. Yeah. Do I get my book while I'm taking tests? Like, I don't understand how this is going to work out, but we'll see what happens. I'm not holding my breath for anything, <laughs> but yeah, I um, mean, yeah. Yeah. That was a very long-winded question. I'm sorry. No, very long-winded no, it's answer. Great. It's yeah. great. I want you to go on as, as much detail as you want to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I've thought about just trying to find a good theory book and just start from the beginning, just on my mm -hmm. own with all my free time that I don't have. Right. And, uh, but just go in. Uh, you you know, remember that crack lesson by comment. lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I took, I, I actually took, five semesters of music theory wow. because I here at the community college, I was in a class of including myself. There's three people in the class. Wow. And so it was pretty cool. And it, almost every class we'd have to write some assignments. We, we might have a baseline and have to write out the four part harmony for it. Or oh, we might have a really melody cool. and have to harmonize it or, yeah. or something, or we might just have a chord progression and we'd have to write it out yep. and stuff like that. So, um, but took three semesters. Our fourth semester here was more on the physics of sound. Yes. Rather than actually writing out stuff. But then I went to transfer to Pitt State and my I, I, I took their theory for, and that was more like 20th century uh, uh. stuff, which was atonal kind of stuff. Yes. And, and that was... Hard, way hard but yeah pretty cool though too. <laughs> it's cool to learn it like yeah. i just did a i just did a music appreciation class and this professor was cracking me up because it was a it was a winter semester so i just got done with it and um it you know music appreciation is one of those like like who cares classes you right know? yeah just one of those like okay i need it for my degree let's just get it done with so i did it and he was just, he would give you assignments left and right for this stupid class that only took like 10 minutes of your day. So he cared. Yeah. He did care. It is not bad, but it's not fun either when you're the student. It was like 
I don't know. We had to do um, a paper, like a like an in-depth on a piece of music that we wanted to do. So I did Songbird by Oasis. It's one of my favorite songs ever. And uh, But you had to talk about like who the producer was, who the band is, uh, what kind of lyrics they were, you know, what did you think about the lyrics? I mean, it was just like, okay, any other music appreciation class wouldn't have this. And then you also had um, discussions every single day for two weeks straight. And then you had quizzes, exams. I mean, you just have like the whole, it was like, it really felt like a 16 or yeah, 16 week course in two weeks. Like he was not letting up at all. Yeah. It was no joke. (laughs) No, it wasn't. So I was like, maybe this is the last time I'll take a winter semester class like this because I can't, (laughs) this is too much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, I liked learning about music appreciation and like, or the stuff in music appreciation, like mm-hmm. the Gregorian chants and the Baroque period and, and the Renaissance periods as well. And like the music that was within those times and just like really, cause I never really knew in depth about any of those things. And then you, yeah. you know, then you read it and you're like, Oh, this is really interesting. I had no idea. Right. So, you know, I added more songs to my playlists and, yeah the good thing about it it is it could be a really cool source of inspiration too because like um like how much how much do you find uh in popular music today like throwbacks to madrigals from the renaissance period yes you know uh it could be a really cool kind of if you if you kind of tap into that it could really set you if you apart did in some it way. the right way if you yeah yeah you'd have to make modernize it and yeah yeah but i think that would be really cool nobody's doing that nobody cares yeah. anymore unless you're like really into music mm-hmm. and even then sometimes people who are really into music don't really know about that stuff and it's really sad i don't know i just think that like schools should be teaching more about that kind of stuff yeah i agree for sure like people in choir yeah um one thing that i wish that I would have taken classes on that I never did was stuff more about like, uh, I don't even know how to put it like compositional forms. Oh, okay. I guess. Yeah. Uh, like, like theme and variation mm-hmm. or, um, uh, like canons or, yeah. or, uh, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like just formats basically yeah. for classical music. Yeah. Um, that one's, sonata form stuff like that yeah and really get into depth on on how to do that and maybe like try to translate that into more bring that into a more modern way totally yeah that would be be really cool cool. yeah it's just hard to find professors who would do it Mm -hmm. i think that's the problems we have like a lack of at least where i go there's like a lack of professors in that department yeah it's probably more of like an advanced composition yeah classes yeah get into that stuff yeah yeah yeah. i think so probably i think i gave up my <laughs> music degree too soon before i got all to that <laughs> well look on the bright side you're still paying for what you did do yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> and it's well maybe it i was gonna say it doesn't pay off but maybe it does in some small way in our in our <laughs> little band we're so. still doing it yeah <laughs> it's true Anyways, I liked <clears throat> I like to uh you know 
talk music with someone that's gone through all that stuff too. So yeah. It's, it's cool. Yeah. I, I like, I mean, I, as <clears> much <throat> as of a painted of borders, I do love music theory. It's one of those classes that I'm like, I cannot like, no, you're not going to make me wait another semester to take the next music theory class. I'm taking it now. <laughs> and Everyone will just have to deal with it. I don't care if it's an extra two, three hundred dollars. I'm gonna make it happen. Well, you want to do stuff like that when it's fresh too. Yes. Right. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna take a year off and then go theory two, or you know. Yeah, I know. Right. Oh. Uh, I need a refresher on theory one. Yeah. Yes. Because I haven't used it. Yeah. In forever. And yeah. what's really sad is that all of when I was in music theory one, COVID hit, so I was in class for a little bit. No, I guess it was music theory too. Yeah, it was music theory too. And I was in class for half the, the semester and then they made everyone else go online. So we were still doing Zoom meetings and she was taking like, you know, uh, questions and she would show them on the board and everything. But this one is all online. He's not doing any like Zoom meetings or anything like that. So it'll mm. be interesting to see how it is. I'm just thankful I kept doing what I was doing. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy times. So... Are there any particular places that people can follow you? I'm on Instagram at official Nisa or Nisa official, whichever the two. I think it's official Nisa. <laughs> I think it's official Nisa too. Um, I'll be sure and link it. <laughs> and then uh, Facebook for sure. It's at Nisa Garcia music. And then Twitter, if you guys still use that, that one's at official Nisa as well. Okay. And awesome. I'm on like, I'm on Spotify and YouTube and all that. Um, just look up Nisa Garcia and you'll see my face. Um, and there's more like stuff coming out soon. So cool, cool. Yeah. So we can't tell anybody when this stuff's coming out. Yet, no, but, uh, not uh, yet. But the the hopefully the announcement will be soon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there are there are rumors of of a music video. Yes. <laughs> Well, and Soon. yeah, if you if you follow us, we'll definitely let you know about it. But for sure, go ahead and follow Nisa on all those platforms. Absolutely, you will definitely be in the loop. First hand, yeah. first hand uh, announcements. Oh yeah, <laughs> all that good stuff. Love it. Kick ass. Yes. Well, we got one more thing that we need you to do. Okay. Um, we're going to start something new this year, uh, and we kind of kicked ourselves in the ass because we didn't think of it sooner but uh we are going to have you sign the table oh uh, fun you get to be the first one (gasps) i get to be the first one i love it save the best for first yeah absolutely (laughs) we had to wait a whole year just so you could get here (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) okay i can sign anywhere uh yeah i think like up here probably start start on the outer edge and over, yeah, like, over the years, we'll work our way in. Do you want me to sign it, sign it? Or do you want me to just write my name nice and neatly and then sign? However you want to do it. Okay. Yeah. It's up to you. Well, you I, won't, canvas right I won't be like, I'm, I was kind of kidding, but not really. See? Kind of, yes, but not really. Yeah. And then go ahead and put uh, 114.21. That's when it was recorded. Not sure when this will come out. Probably... Next week, week after, something like that. Cool. Is that big? I didn't mean to write it so big. No, that's, that's good. We got a I whole just, table to fill up. Okay, yeah. that's good. I will tell one last story and then Please. so we can yeah. go. But we were at a wedding recently uh-huh. and um, it was like sign the big picture or whatever. 
And so I write, you know, we love you. We hope you have a great, you know, a happy marriage or whatever. And then <laughs> the mom of the groom came up and she goes, who wrote that? That's so big. And I was like, I wrote it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just have really big handwriting. Like, I'm just, I get very like, oh no. So that's why I asked. But no, that's great. Fun stuff. First See, one. I did it. Deal with it. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> whose wedding is this? I take offense this? to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whose wedding is this? Yeah. <laughs> who's the star? Who's the star here? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Need to get your, your diva attitude. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I can get that out pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess, I guess if you were to do it properly in these times, it'd be like, who wrote this? Me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, she was the Snickers. There we Snickers. go. Now that I wrote that, I remember. You're not you when you're hungry. I'm not me when I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nisa, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks this for having me. It was very, fun. Yeah, very great time with you. Yeah. Um, again, make sure to follow Nisa. Uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe on YouTube or on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, you know, go ahead and give us a review. Click the little bell icon to be notified. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Fun stuff. Yeah. All right. Until next time, be well. <laughs>